The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt my eyes. The way you hit me was a big surprise. Making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day. Bristow's dead. Oh. Yeah, there we go. That's, uh, just say Eric Bristow's dead. The crafty Cockney is dead. Sorry to break it to you in such um, uh, in, in such a way. Eric Eric Bristow is dead. If Johnny Seifer is phoning up to to come on the show and talk about it, um, we're all right, thanks. <laughs> Why is Johnny Seifer phoning us? What is going on? I don't know if my brain is melting or if if I'm the only sane person. And the world is melting around me. I've got no idea, but something's something slipped. How come I'm not in the same gang? I don't know. Um, f- can we forget him and can we call Alistair back, please? Can we can can we right. go out there and let's get the callers back and let's forget about Johnny Seifert? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be one of those days, guys. It's gonna be one of those days. Um, this is the late night alternative. Um, oh, there we go. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. Uh, we've got people phoning in to tell us that Eric Bristow has died. That's sad news. Um, always love a bit of the crafty Cockney, apart from when he was a little bit racist 
on Twitter, which he was from time to time. You know, make no bones about it. Um, good evening, Zach. Good evening, Ian and Kath. Yes? How's your day been? None of your business. All right, sorry. How come you're taking callers anyway? So I all you ended it a couple of weeks ago and now you're back at it straight away. Because, um, what? How come you ended people calling in and now just, you know, it's not been very long until it's just come back straight away again? Well, because sometimes you have to accept that you're, you make mistakes and you change things and things are different. Fair enough. I've nothing else to say. Good night. Okay, well, thanks. What is going on with everyone tonight? Yes, Alistair. Hello there. Yes, hello, Alistair. How are you doing? I'm I'm um seven minutes in and I'm I'm about to bust a blood vessel. Oh, well, it's good to talk to you because um, uh, I checked when I went to bed last night, right? And I checked me uh, phone. Yes. And then I noticed on the YouTube that you'd been accepting calls. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We, we take that, calls I, now. And then I thought, oh, God, I missed out. I thought he wasn't taking any. So I thought I'd ring you tonight. Right. To say how pleased that, uh, you know, you're back to the normal um, format. That's yes. great. Well, the, um, yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, here's here's, here's um, what I'm good at doing, Alistair. I'm good at um, uh, uh, admitting when I've made a mistake and, and rectifying that. Well, I don't think you've made a mistake necessarily, I think. Because you've had a few, you know, really difficult buggers, haven't you, in the last couple of weeks? I know that. So yes. I can understand why it all got a bit too uh, silly. But I, I rang on Sunday as well uh, when you were at the pub. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Um, and um, that seemed quite a good show. Yes, it was a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. Oh, they're all good. they're all good shows. So, uh, so I watched a bit of that. But anyway, the real reason I'm ringing tonight, and I don't know whether you can help me. Yes, I, um, I, Alistair, I'm I'm a very wise human being. Well, I can help. You see, you being in the business, yes, I wondered whether you not you might have either yourself or one of your um, entertainment friends. Yes. Now I'm a big fan of Lana Del Rey. Oh, the okay. the pop singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Now I was doing a bit of research on a discography. Yes. Today, yes. And I noticed that. Yes. She released an album in 2010. Yes. Which was pulled after three months oh. because the record company yes. that um, she was then with couldn't afford for it to be produced. Apparently. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, if you were not DJing around that time, yes. or somebody was DJing, whether or not... I'm not a DJ. You as DJs may have been sent copies I'm, of the album, I, I'm not which a, you can't get I, anymore. I'm not a DJ. All right, okay. I, I don't yes. jock. I don't jockey discs. But you don't have any friends who might have um, DJ friends, no? So, hang on a minute, so, what, so you're telling me... Can't you? You must be able to find it online. Uh, apparently, it's not online. I've checked on YouTube and I've checked on Spotify, the usual things. Um, now, because I think basically the record company that she's with now, they purchased the rights back. Oh well. From hey, the listen. Hey, listen. Here's the company. thing. Here's the thing. Everything is available somewhere on everything. 
is available right. yeah, somewhere maybe I should just keep looking, online. Yeah. You've just got to keep looking. You've got to start looking at some of the hooky places. You've got to start being clever. Why do you, why, why, I couldn't name... Um, I couldn't name you a Lana Del Rey song if it bit me on the ear. What about Summertime Sadness, then? I couldn't, I couldn't, it, it's biting me on the ear and I, I could not name it to you, no. I, I could be tempted to sing it, but... Oh, here we go, we're in. This is what we need, this is what we need. To, to, to um, <laughs> exorcise the dark spirits that invaded the show yesterday, and boy, oh boy, were we invaded with some dark vibes last night. To exorcise those spirits, shake your shaman stick, and, and give us give us some Lana Del Rey. I'm a bit shy, though. Come on. My voice is very good. Come on. You know, I mean, I'm the man who likes fish, so... <laughs> You can tell uh, I wouldn't be a good singer. Okay, I've got no, um, I, I've got, okay, I've got no idea what you're talking about towards the end of that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You take phone calls now. We did. We, we had a bold new direction where we didn't take phone calls, um, and then I decided to have a bold new direction where we took phone calls. And uh, you can phone in about anything you want. You want to phone about Eric Bristow dying? You'd be more than welcome to. I don't really know the full facts of the story, and it's not you know in the in the great scheme of things. It's it's not um, you know it, it's 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 not the Queen dying. The Queen hasn't died, by the way, has she? No. Oh God. Um, but uh, you know, um, but there was a very very dark vibe on the show last night. So let's let's try let's try tonight to have um, upbeat, to have fun, and to be light. And indeed, let's have a little bit of the old froth. Catherine Boyle is in the studio. I am producing. Good. Shut up. Shut up. That's what you do. I knew there was a reason you got hit here um, before me and left after me. I knew there was a reason. Certificates certificates and all of that stuff to prove it. Let's go to uh, Nick. Good evening, Nick. Oh, my God. Hello, Ian. Yes? Yes, I spoke to you last night, was it? Or the night before? I can't remember. I've been up for about three days. (laughs) Are you... Hang on. Uh, Are you um, uh, bipolar, Nick? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Bipolar, yeah. Bipolar Nick, yeah. You sound, um, and that is, uh, that's your nickname from now on, you sound um, a, a little bit more um, uh, relaxed than you did. No, you sound I'm more relaxed. relaxed. You, well, hang on, now, now, that, now the wow. beast is waking. You sound more relaxed than wow. you did last night, yes. Okay, that's actually really, really helpful. I'm going to see the GP tomorrow. Brilliant. Because uh, to I was going to go today... Oof. Right, let me tell you what happened today. Uh, oh, God. Jesus, okay. Very, it's going to be... Strap yourself in, mate, because it's going to get pretty wild. Uh, well, they, they tend not to, but... No, okay, go on. Oh, right, yeah, no, go not on. wild. Not wild, wild. Yes. In, you know, bloody, I, can, I can hear um, myself on the thing. Okay. Hang on. No, that's telephone call. Sorry, I'm in the car saying vigilante. Um, where... Whatever. Can you can you hear the um, reverb or not? No. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll crack on then. So I did a quote this morning uh, for a gardening job in uh, London. Uh, I was so I was sort of driving around and I, I I ended up. This should all be on CCTV or hopefully someone caught it on camera. Right. To sum up, to sum up, I performed the scissors and. I'm driving. Right, so hang on a minute. You know, can I pull over, actually? Sorry. Hang on one second. Okay, we'll we'll speak to you later on. I mean, I've got no idea what is going... It really is. I've got no idea. (laughs) Do you want me to go in there and do the phones? Um, uh, No, 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 we're fine. It's just this, this, this... 
this this dark vibe from yesterday seems to have seeped into the, the already seeped into the callers tonight. And it was a very very dark show yesterday. It got very very tense, and I, and I was hoping tonight we could, um, uh, you know, it'll be light and flowers and f- fairies and. Um, what other rainbows and glitter rainbows and glitter um and um there's there's, there's an energy around and i've i've got to wonder is is the energy coming from me is it coming it must be coming partly from me it must be part of it must be from me cuz i had a weird i had a weird worky thing today where i kind of i pulled out of a job it was it was only a job it was a, it was a day's filming for um for for a big old TV show, and we're supposed to do it on Monday. And I pulled out. I think I pulled out of it today. I don't actually know how it was left. Right? Um, I think it was left with with me pulling out of it. Um, and I, I think I pulled. I think. No, I think it was left with both of us agreeing that me doing it would not be the best thing to do. Um, and it kind of, um, uh, it come, I'm thinking it came from a place of integrity, but it might have come from a place of me being a dick, which happens. I, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, dear listener, it happens. Um, it might come from a place of me trying to scupper myself, which is what I do quite a lot, which is kind of a regular thing for me and I don't know now normally when I do something when I do something I can sit back and go yeah that was a good decision or mm, that was me being a dick or why did you do that man and I've sat back after this this conversation and and I don't know I don't know what happened and I don't know why I did it that's a little bit disconcerting I don't know why I did it um maybe we'll look into that a little bit oh three four four 499-1000 499-1000 is the telephone number. This is Talk Radio. Whispering lunar incantations for cross-parents, um, cross-dressers. Yeah. Did you know this about me? And cross-rail workers. Steel and polycarbonate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection. On Talk Radio. Hey, there we go, then. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let me just do something here because I don't know what's. I like your coconuts. Was that that was calm, that was an act, Carmen Miranda? So her act was just singing "I like your coconuts." I like you very much. She didn't sing about coconuts. No, then. that was um, like fruit and fibre. Okay, wasn't it? okay. Um, I don't, we have no name on this caller, so we'll just go say, who is this? Hello, caller. Hello. Yes? Yeah. I'm calling from local yellow cabs. You didn't pay for your last cab you took. Okay. Well, someone called from this phone number, ordered a cab, got okay. in the damn thing. This is thing. one of those pre-recorded, um... It's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, 22 quid to the company and driver. Excellent stuff. That's great work. Thank you. Um, uh, um, here's Dredge. Uh, would you like to hear a frog playing the bassoon? Of course I would. Here we go. Anyway, you get the idea. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yes. 
Yeah, um, I've read the whole of this artist's way book. Oh, yeah. Is it any good? Uh, oh, I thought you'd read it. No. Okay. I'd, I'd said I'd read it. <laughs> I'd said I'd read it. But you, you, you'd only read the uh, front cover. Yeah, I'd, I'd read the title of, of it, but I hadn't actually uh, read it, yeah. So you haven't read... No, because you, you, you were talking about the fact that you'd sort of identified your dream job. Yes. Via this, this book. Yes. So exactly. you must have read that page. No. Nope. Uh, no. So the whole thing was just made up. Yes, there's a there's a there's a surprise. Oh, sorry to um, kick you in the metaphorical ghoulies. So, but you said there was this whole thing you said about um, identifying your dream job, which is, was the is it in there? Is that in there? Thing. Is that in there? What Ian Lee identifies his dream yes, job? No, is identifying your dream job in the book The Artist's Way? There, there is a section on that, yeah. Beautiful. Well, I don't know that because I've not. I've got, I've got it. I've got the book, and I'm going to read it one day when I retire. Um, oh, but I, I have. I thought that's how you'd um, no. worked out what it was. No, it was uh, uh, through a clever um, um, mix of bullshine and um, dreams. dreams, dreams, dreams. So, so you mean I spent seventeen quid on this book and it didn't even? No, hang on a minute. Did, did it? Did it work for you? <laughs> no. Oh, well then, yeah, in that case you do. You owe me, you owe me 17 quid, then. Well, hang on a minute. What do you mean, you, what do you mean dreams? You got it, what, you just dreamt that you should do, um, what? a video game video? Yeah, well, hang on a minute, you're, now you're, now he's confusing me. Dredge is confusing me. <laughs> yeah, there's something. I'm confusing myself, if anything. Okay, let's, let's all be confused together. I saw him... I, I was on the Isle of Wight today, Judge. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'd really like to go to the Isle of Wight on holiday, actually. That was in my mind. To yeah, get I'd like, do you know what? I'd like to go to the Isle of Wight on holiday. It was lovely. It was lovely. It was really nice. I was doing some filming there for Loose Women. Um, and, um, and it was lovely. It was, it was, it was nice. You know, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, I, I, I didn't see any of the Isle of Wight, but... What little I saw of it, I thought was absolutely delightful. It was like England. What well, it is in England? Well, it's not. It isn't, is it? Because it's it's isn't not. It? It's not connected to England. Does it classify as abroad, though? Yeah, yeah. It's like being abroad because you have to get a boat there. Um, it's like being abroad, but also, but then, but then, it's like going out on a boat. And the boat turning round and coming back to England and you being back there. Oh, right, so like Spain? No, 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 Spain is Spanish. Well, some parts are. It is very, very much, um... It, anyway, I liked it, and I'm going to move there. So, so you can go there and come back in a, in a day without any problem? Is that what you did? It's, it's, it's a 20-minute ferry ride. Yeah. Yeah. Because I went there a like, lot yeah. when I was a kid, and yeah. I just remember liking it. I went to this place called... Black Gang Chime, which was some Black, sort of Black Gang Chime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of. Are they um, the guys music... that are causing all the all the trouble in London? Black Gang Chime. What is that? <laughs> no, that's the Black Hand Gang. Ah, but, um... tra la 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 la. Old kids TV shows. Otherwise, the red the red hand go with the red hand gang just the for uh, fa facts fans before people start wasting their money on a text to me about it. I was reading this book about the Partridge family, by the way. Oh, yeah, which I lent you. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's about 48 pages on the bus. Yeah, the, yeah, it's the most detailed... It's a brilliant book. It's the most detailed um, uh, dissection of the Partridge family. But did you find it a really hard book to get into? Yeah. Yeah. Because there was about five chapters on the backing singer's mother. Yeah, well, well. Yeah, so, but yeah. it was it was it was it was interesting. I mean, uh, the fact that someone's written a book so detailed in itself is is quite fascinating, really. Yep, yep, yep. But, but anyway, back to Black Gang Chime. Yes. It was some sort of amusement park, and I believe it still is. And there's sort of big dinosaurs and things in it. Okay. Yeah. 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 It doesn't sound very amusing to have a load of dinosaurs, but yes. Yes. Sounds well, a bit cruel. Yeah, it sounds horrendous, actually. It's more like Jurassic Park, thinking about it. It's quite scary. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, thanks for the book, and... Uh, yeah, well, I want it back. Ah. Thanks very much indeed for calling. Um, let's try... Let's try Nick. Nick. Next, me next, me next, me next, me next, me next, me next. Oh, me next. Is it me? It's you now. Oh, Hello. Hello. Right, I'll, I'll be as calm as I can. Um, right, so basically, to, 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 to get to the crux of the story, at 8 o'clock this morning, I smashed a windscreen uh, outside the DNA, uh, the rear windscreen. Uh, I imagine it's on camera. If someone must have it, I've been looking for it all day because my dash camera in my, my car wasn't working. And, and this was meant to be crazy. Um, it's not working. So I'm, but I hope, I'm really, really hoping someone's going to call in and say, yeah, yeah, it's that guy. Um, because it happened. I can go into more detail, I'm nope. sure you'd like me to, I but thought you okay. said you'd, you'd, um, uh, um, you'd it's put someone under morning. citizen's arrest. No, I've got, uh, that, yeah, so basically I saw coppers on the beat, finally, after them into my house, this is five days ago, um, having had my wing mirror stolen. No, 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 Nick, Nick, we, we, yeah, we, we did, well, we, okay. no, 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 we did the, we did the, vi the vigilanteism yesterday, and we did yeah, the stuff being right. stolen, uh, from your car yesterday. Correct. Uh, uh, you, you, uh, in your initial phone call a few minutes ago, you said that, um, you'd had, that, that you'd place someone under, under a citizen's arrest today. No, 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 I didn't. Okay, so what did you do today? Sorry. Maybe I misunderstood. Today. I might have misheard. But what did you no, no, do? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But basically, I was I was doing a quote for a, a job, uh, a gardening job. In, so you're going round to people's houses, even though you're in this hyper state. Yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'm. On, I mean, I've got my head screwed on. I know what I'm doing. Like, but let me just tell you the story, and then did, you. Can, did you get the job? Like, yes, I did. Well, I was good. in a very good mood. There you go. You see. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, so I was in a good mood. I pulled up alongside this nice uh, Mercedes car. Uh, I was a bit, uh, a little bit vigilante mode. You're, you're saying your like head that, is man. screwed on, but yet you smashed the rear mi window of a car. Was that deliberate? Yeah. Uh, yes. That's not a very screwed on head kind of thing to do, is it? So I dispute, Correct. I dispute, I dispute, sir, your claim die, of die. your head being screwed on. I dispute it. <laughs> and I agree with your disputedness. Thank because you. Because I had to pinch myself when I did it because I was pretty cheated up at the time. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to the footage and basically proving everyone who went, yeah, mate, whatever, when I told them today. Because uh, it, it is a far-fetched story, you know. It, it, well, it's, it's not. As, as, as far-fetched stories go, smashing, yeah, it, a, it, smashing a window isn't isn't that far-fetched. Um, it's, it's interesting. I'll tell you what, I've, the, the, the thread, the common thread I've picked up from you yeah, um, is your obsession with having everything filmed. 
correct. Yeah, because you I mentioned like, this... I do like that, yeah. Why, why do you like funny, it? No, no, it's funny, right, mm. funny you should say that, because I absolutely hate, hate with a passion social networking. Right. As in, you know... We're not talking whole, about that. Facebook, why do you Twitter, like... We, we why? Are, okay, whatever. No, we weren't, and Go I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm really... No, no, my, it was tied in, it was tied in. So no, you, no, I have no. a YouTube channel... Nick, or, 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 Nick, whatever. Nick, um, listen, I'm... It's fine, you go ahead. I'll do this, but we'll do it on my terms. It's really important, yeah. okay? It's really important, I'm because sure, if I, if I, I do it, if I do it, if I do it on your terms, we're going to be yeah. here until quarter past three in exactly. the morning talking bollocks. Thank you. Right, so we'll do it on my terms. My brother. So why are you so obsessed with having everything filmed? Uh, basically, hang on, sorry. Uh, I just, just trying to get the, um, sorry. Uh, everything filmed, so I've got it on camera. Are you driving? No. Okay. That was another car. Okay, go on. Anyways, what, what was the question? Why are you so obsessed with having everything filmed? Because then you can document it, and, uh, what's it? That's why I was so excited about my dash cam. I thought I had it all on camera, and then sod's law, I went to get the memory card okay. out why are you so okay why are you so focused on having everything documented okay right because uh, 10 years ago you know when i told you about getting section yep yeah uh prior to that i had an idea and i can well no one knows my face do they so i can tell you over the radio uh, i had an idea you know banksy you told us this idea yesterday you were going to dress up as banksy and do comedy so That's why right, are yeah. you so obsessed about hev having everything documented uh, on film? Because, because I am aware of the power of social media, albeit I hate it with a passion. And that's why I don't have Facebook, Twitter, and I think you should get rid of Twitter again. Um, uh, all the other things. I only have YouTube because I like the idea of having my own TV channel. It's cool. But everything else is absolutely just... No selfie, selfie. Look at me. I'll try it one more time. I'll try it one more time because you're not you're not you're not answering the question. Oh, right. Why are you so obsessed with having everything captured on film? Because I'd like to make it as a comedian one day. How is how is a dash cam going to help you make it as a comedian? Right. So. I have a YouTube channel. I won't say it, and I'm probably not allowed or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Um, but it's got some videos on it, like, like legal videos, nothing bad or anything like that. Uh, just I've got a drone and I like flying it around, and I've got nice. Well, I, I like it. I've worked very hard for my car, and that's why I'm quite annoyed. So I've got a nice car. And How is a dash cam going to help you make it as a comedian? So the dash cam. So I, I was. I would have posted that video on my timeline in which I would promote myself as a comedian, doing gigs and other things. And so basically, within that timeline, word would spread that YouTube is sort of you know, you know, have you heard of this guy? And basically, so today, for example, with the whole kerfuffle that happened with the bat and smashing, and all, albeit it was absolutely terrifying for me and everybody else involved. Um, I was very high at the time and just all cheed up, basically. I'm going off topic again. Sorry. Go on. Ask me a question. Um, I'm worried about... I'm, random, but I'm worried yeah, I about know, you. Mate, I, I know, mate. I'm worried about myself. And I, I spoke to my mum, my dad. 
and I'm going to see the doctors tomorrow morning. I was meant to go today, but because of what's happened, I just didn't want to go because I'm absolutely knackered and um, I want to go to bed, basically, and I will go to bed. <laughs> I will go to bed eventually. Um, but uh, what's it? Um, at the moment, so I'm going to see the doctors tomorrow morning and I either will voluntarily take the night cell or um, I will um, get sections. But I don't want to get sections because then I will be in prison for, well, not prison, up to 28 days. The key thing with the thing with sectioning is section two is up to 28 days in, the, in this case, Springfield Mental Hospital in Tooting. Uh, but it's up to 28 days. And, and I had a great time with it. I love it because it's all interesting people and whatnot. You, you, and blah, blah, blah. Do you realise how ill you are? But I don't see it as an illness. No. You know Stephen Fry, like, he says, like, what's it? He wouldn't yeah. get rid of but, 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 but you're But you're, you're a danger to yourself. At the very least, um, you're a danger to yourself. Uh, well, I... Well, look, how about this? Um, I don't believe that I will get section tomorrow. I believe that... OK, I but do you... Are you... Do you realise... Do you realise... No, 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 no. Do you... Do you... Do you realise that you are a danger yeah. to yourself? No. Okay. Well, smashing smashing windows is is physically dangerous because shards of glass can fly, but also smashing yeah, well, windows. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even begun to talk about the safety of others. But if 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 it's quite possible that in London, someone sees someone smashing a car window, and it's their car, and they wade over and smack you in the face. So that's a da- so that's a dangerous. That's a dangerous... Oh, you, well, hang on, yeah. hang on a second, because Catherine wants to say something, yeah. but that's a dangerous, aggressive thing to do. Catherine. Also, you said you haven't slept, oh. but you're, you're driving... I haven't slept for about... I, no, I... Yes, that's a very good point. I'm aware of that, I know. But I'm yeah, actually but very switched. I know, they're, they're very, I know that you must appreciate that you're not me, and I'm in control OK, no, I'm not you, but I could be on the road near you. But yeah, exactly, and, yeah, and being, yeah, but you know, right. yeah, being wired for three days, you know, you. However, okay, I am driving though, but you do realize I'm driving at twenty miles an hour. I don't care. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I know. Because however, 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 well, no, we're not. Mate, can I just say? Listen, listen, hang on. Everybody has a mental illness. Okay. Okay, Everybody. Nick. You Nick, we're, Nick, we're going into the Nick. We're going into we're going into the realms okay, of bollocks again. Okay. Well, it's not it, it's bollocks to you, but it's not bollocks to me. Well, no, I know, but 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 that's because you're you're um, having a manic e- episode uh, as part of your bipolar. Well, so no, to I'm you... actually having a hypo manic episode. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I don't. I don't. I, I, you know, just... I don't want to get technical. I know, mate. I mate. I love you, Ian. I love you, Ian. I but, love you, but. You but. do. You don't do yourself any favors sometimes. When you okay, don't and now, and now I'm going to end. Now get I'm off Twitter. Get off Twitter. Get no, off Twitter. now I'm going to end this Twitter. because now you're being aggressive towards me when I've shown you no, nothing I'll stop. I'll stop. but I have shown you nothing but kindness and respect and love. And I appreciate that. And appreciate so what I am doing now is I'm doing what I I'm learning to do as I grow older, and I'm setting boundaries. Yeah. And I'm going to thank Go you on. for your call, Nick. I'm oh, going to wish you the very best not? of luck. No, you can't say any more because you've... you've no, I'm 30 no, years old today Nick, and I really feel Nick, like I've got a hold of it. Nick, now. Nick. All right. Yeah, no, I know. Some of it's on the air, I don't mind. Nick, Nick, you're, you're being aggressive and unpleasant to me and I've shown you nothing but respect and love, oh, so I'm going to set a boundary I'm and I'm going to wish you well. And I'm going to I'm going to wish you well and I hope it goes well at the doctors tomorrow. Thanks very much. I wish you the best, mate. I wish you the best. Thank you very much indeed. That's Nick.
And that's some that's some caller, huh? It's not even about the mental health problems. No. It's about the fact that he's not slept for three days and he's driving. Um, and and I know what it's like to drive tired. He started off a little bit um, up, sounding a little bit more lucid than yesterday, but yeah. but th- that was taking you know not not hugely unpleasant. I'm not, I'm not sat here, you know, crying and because of, because of what he said to me. But it just it just had a there was a um, a darker energy in that call than there was yesterday. And I suspect that if he calls up again tomorrow, and I don't know, and he still hasn't slept, then it will be it will be even more so, um, because uh, you know that th- having not slept for three days, and um, you know this comes from someone who used to use a lot of, a lot of drugs, right? Um, you think you think being up for three days, whether it be through a mental illness or a, a chemical imbalance or a, a, you know a chemical ingestion, you think that you're sane and you think that you are lucid and you think that you are with it but when you look back you realize that actually you were a danger and, and all those cats you heard walking around the, the flat weren't there for example um so uh, i wish nick um um peace and love and um and happiness let's go to mick hello mick hello hello mick hello what's favorite chris my favourite Chris, because it reminds me of carnivals, is um, those Thai chilli... Well, they could, <laughs> the Thai sweet chilli. Thai sweet chilli crisps. I love them, Mick. I like scampi Before you hang up, I don't know if I'd classify a knick-knack as a crisp. Yes, it's a crisp. Thank you. Bye. No, no, Mick, he's hung up. It's a corn snack. It, I wouldn't classify um, knick-knacks as a crisp... I wouldn't classify. Uh, I wouldn't classify them as a crisp. What about a scampi fry? Do you remember know, those? I don't know what a scampi fry is. Yeah, they sell them in pubs. I like um, cheesy footballs. Everyone likes cheesy footballs, man. What is that? Um, what is that juice inside? The the cheese cheese juice. Cheese, yeah. Oh, bless, oh, that's yeah. great, man. That is great. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. Uh, if you go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, it's going to change soon to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. I got that. That's that's sorted. That's going to. Are you sure it's not Lanely? I don't know. Americans they always call me Lane in the emails. Anyway, um, and some people saying, "Well, we should that caller have been on?" And everybody's welcome, man. Everybody's uh, everybody's welcome on this show. And um, you know, Nick is struggling through. um, I I, I use some slightly clumsy terms, but I think he said he was bipolar, and he's going through a a hyper hypomanic um, uh, phase, and it, 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 it. uh, uh, genuinely, I wish him well. Um, uh, uh, who knows? Maybe talking to us for five minutes might give him a little bit of focus. I don't know. But but also, I've, I found it fascinating. I don't think I've spoken to too many people in a hypomanic state. And the way the brain, you know, fires off and the conversation and um, the, the, the speed with which the brain is working... Um, if I'm honest, I find it fascinating, absolutely fascinating. So, um, uh, yeah, ev- listen, everybody's welcome, man, whatever's going on in their lives. Good evening, Gareth. Hello. Uh, Hello, Gareth. 
Hello, I'm really enjoying the show tonight. And um, the last caller, I just felt really bad for him because the mania that he was going through and stuff. But I, I would always have a fear of that. But that mind would never ever would never ever get that far. But I'm just really enjoying the show and the topics and stuff, and it really helps with me. No anxiety. Mm. Mine's is on a much lower scale than your man that was on, but yes. it well, just goes to show you that, that, that you see, I would always have a fear of becoming that. Yeah, like that, I, and I think it's I mean? interesting, you know, I don't feel that we were exploiting Nick in any way, you know, he, he got treated the way other callers were getting yeah. treated, and... Um, uh, I, I, you know, we're all God's creatures. You know, it's it's it, we're, yeah. it, 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 I, I, it's it it sheds a little light on an often overlooked yeah. Uh, yeah. member of society. I think. Um, but no, the anxiety hasn't been as bad and stuff, and everything sort of chilled out. Do but, you meditate, I mean, Gareth? Meditation is is uh, often works for some people with anxiety. Mindfulness. I don't know if you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, mindfulness, yes. Oh, mindfulness yes. is really good. And yes. I would sort of as well, I would feel like, do you know the more isolated you become, the more yeah. the more your head starts to wander and stuff? Yes. But the the radio, you know, your show, it's just been, I don't, uh, it's been a really help to me. And I just wanted to say that because it's really been, you know, just to keep you, just to listen to other people's scenarios and, stories and it's just it's great the show so does well, just keep going and thank keep you continuing because I, I i haven't came across a show that's been that i've felt so what i caught that it's like uh gareth can i ask you a question yes yeah, can i can you buy is it possible to buy a gopro helmet so the camera looks at your face. I found GoPro helmet so the camera look you know you know what a GoPro is? There's little cameras, right? And I found GoPro helmets that you strap on and it looks out. And no, I found I've never heard, I've never heard of them, oh. sorry. Oh, I'm asking the wrong person. Well I but Gareth, listen, mate, thank you for your call and, and I I'm glad things are, are are on the up for you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um it, is there uh, a GoPro helmet that you can buy so that the camera looks at you, looks at your face. Um, uh, online you can get them so they look out, and you can get chest cams. You can get dog cams. GoPro dog cams. There was, in the, in the picture, one of the dogs had two cameras on, one on his back and one on his chest. Is what you need really um, a selfie stick? No, 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 because I've used a selfie stick today. A selfie stick... The, the, the benefit of the GoPro head cam facing inwards is that my hands are free. Right. My hands are completely and utterly free. So that's the benefit of that. Yeah. And that's what I always want the face. What do you normally do then? Um, what, and what's so wrong with that now? I look in a mirror. But I, I want to make it permanent and I want to share it with the boys and girls. With the, sorry, with the ladies and gentlemen out there. Oh, blimey. Um, so that's what I want to do. So if anyone could help, 03444991000. Good evening, Sydney. Hello. Hello, Sydney. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad, but if you ask me about GoPro or helmet, yes. I, only, I only understand them words. Okay. And In I'll... a sequence, not so much. <laughs> um, hello. Hello. Okay, well, I'm not going to ask you... a GoPro helmet? Now I'm confused. Right, well... What is a GoPro helmet? Right, so you know what a GoPro is? It's that, those little cameras, yeah? 
Oh, no, you told me that. Go, I understand. Pro, pro. I understand. Apparently, okay. that's like a little camera. Like, the GoPro... Blimey, mm-hmm. it's like... It's like um, anyway, <laughs> GoPro okay. is a little camera. Yeah. And a helmet, not that... Do no, I know what a helmet is on your head? Yeah, but you can... Uh, uh-huh. But I want one so that the stick comes out from the helmet... And so I can put the camera on the end of it and it films my face. I build you one. I'll get one of the girls' headbands and uh, <laughs> a wire coat hanger. All right, attachment. wicked. Make it and bring it in tomorrow. All can right. you do that? Of course I will. I'll bring my GoPro in and we'll test it. It's like a dealy bopper, but with some yeah, with technology. Just, with just one dealy. The, um, <laughs> they were the. But they were. But dealy boppers and uh, leg warmers were the future. Whatever happened to those? I wore both. Wowzers. At the same time. <laughs> Big, here's a question. <laughs> did big bows make it over here? Yes. They did, did my they? My daughter wears them. Because my niece... when I was Jojo bows. Right, because when I was in um, New Zealand last year, my niece, uh, Pepper, um, who's 10, I think, she, she was like, but big bows were the thing, man, and people were getting them imported from the state. Yeah. Like, big bows. They're, like, ridiculously big. They're brilliant, though. Mm-hmm. It's a great look. Mm-hmm. It's a great look, Sydney. Do you wear big bows, Sydney? At a jaunty angle. Yeah, we go. There you there go. There you go. Absolutely. What have you called in for this evening on what is turning out to be another weird show? <laughs> <laughs> and truly, I don't even know anymore. Oh. I was obsessed with helmets at some point. So and steady on. Yes. But I just wanted to call in and say hello and... Hello. Um, well, hang on a minute. Right, it says on my screen, right, this is what it says. It says mm-hmm. Sydney, brackets, mm-hmm. female. Handy. <laughs> new and yes. nervous. You don't sound nervous. Oh, you don't, uh, you don't sound like you could ever be nervous at all. I wrote that ages ago. Uh, you know, I could honestly swear to God that would be the best description of me ever. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, what, but, so why are you nervous? Well, she's not anymore. She was the first time, though. They've just not changed it. She needs to sort herself out. I mean, yeah. She needs to... You've you got, you got to make a commitment to either being nervous or not um, being no, nervous. No, I'm definitely female. I'm female. She's sticking with that. So you're female, you're old. I'm a female Sydney. Mm. Old? No, as in, in you're not a new caller anymore. Oh. So you're... I uh, think this is my, um, this is my, um, fourth time. <gasps> okay, so, so Sydney, female... Old mm-hmm. and cocksure. Yeah, could we amend those notes, please? You're cocksure. <laughs> and I don't mean it like that. You're you're obsessed. She's obsessed. No, that's I mean, so much. She sounds like a really good time girl. Um, <laughs> there we go. That laugh did it. That laugh did it. Oh, oh, honestly, Ian, I'm going to say something you won't remember, but I have bandied this about as my own. Uh-oh. My laugh sounds like uh, when somebody treads on a Labrador's tail. <laughs> that's what you said to her last time. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? Did I say that? Yes. You did, did I come up with that? that? Yeah, you did. God, I'm clever. You did. You I, said that. I wish I could listen to this show as it goes out. Absolutely, and that's how it happened. I listened again, oh. I went left. Brilliant. Oh, that's I'm good, because normally Kath writes God. most of my best stuff, but that, that's one of my own. Beautiful. That's Ian Lee original. Yeah. Beautiful. It did seem off the cuff, and I have banded it about as my own. Sydney, what are you doing this weekend? Um... <laughs> Uh, I began at Asda, and um, Ooh, Sydney's I'll living probably, the living la vida loca. I'll be wanging the hoover around at some point. <laughs> wanging, <laughs> wanging. I wonder where that was going. Um, <laughs> I panicked for a second. 
I like to go, shouldn't I? Keep the mystery alive and I'll speak to you again sometime for the fifth occasion. Thanks for calling, Sydney. Take care. Bye. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it when callers decide they've had enough. Go right. I'm going. I'm going now. And it's it's what's great. We've got George to speak to in a minute. George would never decide it was enough. But um, <laughs> what's great is when um, you you know so we get quite a few calls on this show. But then sometimes we have some fallow periods. But there are some shows, particularly sort of late night shows on other stations where they don't get many calls, and the host doesn't really know how to 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 kind of do it without calls. So they'll really be stretching out a phone call way 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 beyond. Um, you know, the, the moment that call should have ended. And then you, the call will go, well, I think, I think I've had a, uh, 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 enough now. Um, Adam, I'm off. Thanks a lot. And they put the phone down. They go, I love it. Good. More, more callers should decide when their contribution is finished and should hang up instead of leaving it to us. I had a friend once who used to ring me up. And then she'd ring me up and then she'd pause. So yeah. I had to make all the conversation, even though yeah. I'm thinking, you phone me. Yeah. And then we'd talk for a bit. And then she'd say all her things, and then she'd say, well, I'm really busy, so I've got to go now. I thought, but you phoned me. Well, I just don't like, I don't like people. You know I don't like people. Have you got a cycling helmet? Um, I have got a cycling helmet. I mean, would you be averse to doing your films with a cycling helmet with this, like, curved arm sticking out the top of it? I, I, well, okay, I could, I saw one that was 349. So don't, anyway. I'm not buying it for you, I'm just making some suggestions. Well, look at you. Look at you trying to get out of making me one like you said you would. <laughs> you absolute arse stain. Oh, you, I didn't want to waste a you headband nearly on saw you. Then. you nearly saw then. You nearly dropped an F-bomb. <laughs> Never. I, I want you to make me... An attachment. I don't know where my GoPro is. It's so tiny. Anyway, you do... I can't make you a GoPro. No, I've got, I've, I've got that, but I need you to make the attachment and but. we'll film... We'll film... We'll film me... To, we'll film my head tomorrow as I um, elicit pleasure to myself. I don't want to see that. Well, you want I don't want to be an accessory to that either. You might need to hold. You might, just might need to hold a camera on my face while I'm. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Go, let's come. Let's let's bring it above the waist. Let's bring um. Let's bring a, a, a trainee. No, what is it? A trainee soothsayer. Uh, um. Uh. 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 Um. Uh, hand prophet. I can't remember. What was your title again, George? Apprentice prophet. Apprentice prophet. That was it. I knew there was something. Um. How are you doing, man? I'm doing really well. It's all a bit dreamy at the moment. Do, do you remember how we left it last night? You're going you're gonna to cast me in a movie. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as the Wizard of Wonders. Yes. And I'm not sure what part we can get for Catherine to play, but... Uh, Something glamorous, George. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a film called Scoring Goals, and, uh, oh. and these, I suppose, are, are part of the opening scenes of that film of ha- how how you come to play the part of the Wizard oh, of Wonders. And that's then a bit meta, I like that. Change the world. Yeah. And uh, I really think it's going to ha- happen. Well, hang on a minute. Have you got a script and have you got a director and have you got a cameraman and things like that? Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> they are around. And, and, okay. it's, and in my mind, it's all scripted and written already we just right. have to find out what it is yeah. and, and uh it's it's very very much in into the into the mystic it's yeah. um you know I, I i was the minister for confusion in in peter cook yes what, what party yeah and he he was the wizard of, of what in 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 
in in in my story essentially says so peter is the wizard of what and you as the wizard of wonders and uh, me as the apprentice prophet we, we, we we've all got a part to play in this film called scoring goals did you did you ever check out a, a song on scoring goals auditions on on youtube what no this is this is, hang on this is the first time you've mentioned this is it i think it is the first time you've mentioned this yes would you tune in to scoring goals auditions there, there, there's a a song there which is going to become big it, it, it's right. been there for about 10 years i think but i'll, uh, I'll it, be the it, judge it, of that scoring goals or scoring goals auditions right um okay here we go it's uh where oh it? we did look at this i remember the uh, psychedelic but nobody on no, earth no, we didn't can look at shut this. Surprisingly, all right. brother but i like that we'll, we'll play some more of that a bit later on thank you for sharing that with us that's okay we'll speak Pleasure. soon george take care mate bye-bye bye i like george a lot i like george a lot he just wants to you know he just he just wants to he wants to do good can't argue with that he just wants to do good he wants to establish the loverment there we go you see um he's doing a, an event on saturday i think it's the 14th of april 7 p.m at the the map in yes camden and uh, i'm gonna be there Dredge, as you heard earlier on, talking about the Partridge family bus, he's going to be there. It's going to be some night. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very welcome. You can call in about absolutely anything. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road 
How that goes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's a phone in show, unlike any other phone in show, in as much as you can call in about absolutely anything you want. We talked about GoPros. Um uh I wanna talk about the Beano and about deja vu and about um uh, uh sexual master Paul Hollywood. Um his his girlfriend you know, take this caveat. I don't believe a single word I read in the newspapers anymore, not since I started appearing in them. But his 22-year-old girlfriend said that 63-year-old Hollywood um, turned her from a girl into a woman. Good God. Now, does that mean... Does that mean he found her button? Or that he flipped her over? What... What what does it, that mean? I think it just means that um, now she's going out with an old man, she wears flatter shoes. Okay, fair enough. And I can understand that. When I went out with old, elder men, elders, the elders, when I went out with the elders, um, uh, I, I wore flatter shoes. Mm. It was just deemed more appropriate. I wonder if now she's like watching a lot of Last of the Summer Wine yeah. and going on coach trips yeah. stuff, just to fit in with him and his pals. What's the etiquette of when you leave something in the back of a cab? Well, as you know, I have done this. Yeah. I left my phone that time. Yeah. You left uh, your baby, didn't you, once? Oh, no, that was a newspaper story from about a month ago. I didn't leave my baby in the back of a cab. I left her at home when I was supposed to have taken her to the doctor's, and I just went on my own. Oh, wow. <laughs> for the six-week six check. Did he give you a, a once-over? No. Um, the, um, the receptionist said, uh, Mrs. and aren't you supposed to have a baby with you? And I went, oh, I thought it was just me. <laughs> 
thought they were checking me after six weeks. I don't give a toss about you after that. It's, it's all about know, the baby. So I went home to get the baby, and what they didn't know was my friend also worked in that doctor's surgery, yeah. and she reported back to me that I was the talk of the, uh, oh, the surgery all nice, day. Yeah, nice. not in a good way. I um, so I was uh, uh, after the show last night. I got a, a, a cab, uh, not a black cab. Sorry, guys. More more hate coming my way uh, to Portsmouth. <laughs> which I got to Portsmouth about quarter to three in the morning and I checked into the Premier Inn Express. Nice. And, um... Is that posher than a normal Premier Inn? No. And then I'd set my alarm for 7.44, right? But at 7.27, the television switched on, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get up now. Uh, then I had breakfast, then I got a ferry to the Isle of Wight, did some filming for the, for Loose Women, which I, I believe you'll see over the, the next week, next couple of weeks. Um, got to hang out with Alison Hammond, who is an absolute nightmare, and how on earth that woman gets work on television is beyond me, because she's unprofessional, she's loud, um, and she's obnoxious. And, um, then I came back, and the, 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 the loose women had provided me a cab from Portsmouth to Toka Radio, okay? And they provided me a cab, and the cab driver, you know, very nice guy, but I was so tired, because I had... Four hours sleep, right? And then been filming all day. It's, it's fine, you know, it's not, it's not building walls or, or digging ditches, but I was tired. And it was going to be an hour and three quarters in the car. And we got in. And uh, I always say, I'll keep the radio on. Uh, and it, 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 generally, I l- I'll listen to the station they've got. If I'm out of London, I'll listen to the station they've got, unless it's like heart or magic. And then I'll say, Can we put something else on? Heat. Uh, yeah. For heat. He, he, he said, It's only talking. And I thought, that's, that's my stock in trade. So he, he put on Radio 4. They kept flipping between Radio 4 and 4 Extra w- without me knowing it. And it was confusing the hell out of me. And it was hot in the car. And I said, I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And he said, what do you do then? Um, you go to London for work? I said, yeah. What do you do then? I'm a radio host. No, you should have said, I eat um, pig's vaginas. Sorry? That would have shot him up. I'm a radio host. All oh, right. What kind of show is it? So it's a, it's a phone-in show. People phone in and um, uh, I talk rubbish. They talk rubbish and we have a laugh. It's very, very silly. So I described the show. He said, oh, okay. I've got a question you can ask on your show. I went, oh, okay. He said, yeah. This is in Portsmouth, right? And he's a Portsmouth-based uh, cabbie. All them stabbings in London. wonder how many of them were done by immigrants. He actually said it. He actually said it. And I went, uh, I don't know. Here's another question. Oh, this one to throw out to the general public? Yeah, this public. is for you guys. So, yes. how many of them I mean, have been done? I should be minutes? writing this down. So, his next question was: Is this is for the this is for the Lord Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan? Well, Sadiq Khan isn't the Lord Mayor of London. The Lord Mayor of London is, is some old fruit that drives around in a gold carriage. Um, he's saying to Theresa May, he wants more money for police. Well, why doesn't he take some of that money from the congestion charge? He makes a fortune off of that. And I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, but I don't care. And I, and I said, oh, I don't know, you'll have to ask him. So then I fell asleep, then, I, then I, I assumed the sleeping position, and I tried to sleep, but it was not difficult because it was very hot, and he had the radio very, very loud. And for a long part of that journey, the goons were playing, and I hate the goons. Um, and, and it was, you know, and then I woke up. Enjoy your sleep? Yeah. yeah. What time you got to be in? Oh, and it was going. Anyway, drop me off. And ten minutes later, I realised I'd left my headphones in the back of the car. I knew I had. So I phoned him up. Sorry, mate, it's Ian, you just dropped me off. Um, can you check, have I left my headphones in the back of your car? Well, I'm driving now. Okay. 
He said, yeah, I can't see, it's very dark. I said, okay, I'll, I'll wait. Yeah, I can't pull over now, it's, uh, I can't pull over now, it's, um... And then he pulled over, and then he found them, right? And he said, right, well, I'm 17 minutes away. And I thought, right, okay, let's just... If I give you a tenner, would you come back and drop them off for me, please? Now, is that, is that the normal etiquette? I think that's... I think it, all right. I know it must a, be because it's their job is driving. It, it must is, be the etiquette. It is, and I'm sure you're not the first person who's left something in the back of his cab, but you're probably the first person who's paid him to get it back because yep. surely he doesn't want it. Well, they, they were expensive headphones. I know, but you don't know that. You're dark. Uh, I, I, I treated them to myself when um, I was going to Australia mm. in anticipation of the jungle money. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, so it was uh, it was a tense old uh, tense old ride. He sounds like a delight. Um, yeah. Um, 0344 Let's go to Tom. Good evening, Tom. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Tom. I was, I was on the inspiration of, actually, with your cab driver. Yes. Because I wanted to ask, how you get your inspiration for all the, all the shows? Like, I love your concept. Like, the alphabet game and stuff like that. Um, I've been watching, I've been listening to lots of, um, the Beatles, uh, interviews and, um, press conferences where the pressure was on them to be funny and they were asked the same questions all the time. And th they were asked, one of the questions they were uh, constantly asked is, where do you get your ideas for, for your songs from? And, and Paul McCartney said, and I say the same to you, from our heads. So from, from, from our, from my head. That's amazing. Well, where do you get where do you get you know where do you get ideas from that you want a cup of tea or you you fact you like that shirt or you think that film's rubbish? Where do you get your ideas from? Yeah, no, I I, I get that, but I, it's such a unique show and a unique concept. I love the way it's sort of just thoughts. You're kind of thoughts. thinking aloud on your show. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's what it is. That's all it is. Is thinking aloud. But it's not contrived or anything like that. No. Uh... Even the, the 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 whole idea that you and I are friends, Ian. That's that's obviously going over quite well. She's my was it lady pal, female pal, female pal, female pal, according to the Mail Online. Um, well, here's the thing, right, Tom? I'm in a very privileged position in that I get, tend to get jobs on the radio now because of people know my reputation and they want the act, and the act is to sit here and spew whatever comes out of my mouth. And talk a little bit about how my life is collapsing around me so that people can identify, and then playing silly games. Yeah, that, that, that's good. It pays the bills, that's isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, pays, it pays the bills. What do you do, Tom? Are you, are you a creative person? But no, I'm actually a student, and I look at how... I like examining how people come up with ideas, and the idea that people aren't completely rational, and that people do different things. So what are you a student of? I'm a student of um, international politics. Oh. Oh, The height of irrational ideas. <laughs> the guy's a brainiac listening to the show. But uh, then all they do, but then all they do yeah. is they try and model the world based on the fact that people are completely rational and that people are like black boxes. I think and most people are most people are irrational, aren't they? That's that's what I think. That's why I think it's a load of rubbish. Oh, God. 
Well, um, well, no, I was going to say, don't say that to your tutors, but maybe, maybe say that to your tutors and storm out and stage an irrational protest to, um, to prove your point. I don't know. Do you know what? Sometimes the, when the, the show works the best, when I can switch off my head and we just fly, baby, fly. And there are some times when the show is a bit contrived and it is a bit, um, you know, it's, we think about it too much and, um, it doesn't quite work and and there's you know it's i don't know the show's going through um now i want to say a purple patch but i think that means it's bad no purple's good purple's good all right well i don't want to say i don't i don't mean good either it's going the show is going through an orange patch okay what do you at mean? the moment well i don't know what i mean by that i, d- I don't know what i mean by that tom I, what i think i mean is it's um it's having um a dynamic shift and it is evolving to the next level. Uh, and the show does that from time to time. Every, every, every few... M- well, years and years ago, Tom, I used to do stand-up comedy, and I wasn't very good, but I did it, right? And I noticed, after a while, after about a year, 18 months, I noticed a trend, right, for me, personally, that every three months, it was like a, a, a gear wheel shifting. Every three months, the wheel would just shift a bit, and things would be different. Generally better, or I perceive them as better, though other people might not, but things were different every three months. And that pattern has kind of stuck with me in my life. Every three months, whatever I'm doing, kind of just clicks and becomes a little bit more in focus. And I think that's what's happening to the show now. We're having a prolonged click. Ah, interesting that is that is really interesting and i guess that's the thing that the best presenters can notice the way trends change maybe 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 not you know um you know james whale who is is you know i would never say this to his face is one of the best radio presenters this country has ever produced um you know to my ears he's doing the same act he was doing 20 years ago I, i you know in his head it may sound completely different but to me it sounds the same as 20 years ago and and is as is as brilliant as it was in 1997 you know so i don't know if if all presenters do i don't know maybe i over i probably over analyze the actors i over analyze everything in my life uh, but no, I like the sort of overthinking is, is very common, I guess, because I think particularly I'm quite an anxious person and you kind of overthink things yeah. to impress and kind of make sure that the show's not the same the whole time. Yeah. Or, yeah. And, and it's kind of, if you're on, if you're doing radio for, for X, X number of years, yeah. you kind of feel like you don't want it to go stale. I don't want it to go so I, 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 I don't want any two shows to be the same, and that's, I've set myself um, a, an, an almost impossible task. You know, it would be so easy to come in and go, right, well, it's Monday night, so that's horoscope night, and we've got our astrologer coming in at 11, and uh, it's Tuesday night, so that's movie night. And, and I'm not knocking people that do that. I'm not knocking that in the talk, uh, talks. I know a lot of people that do do that. But for me, um, th- that, that, that wouldn't be thrilling, you know. It's like driving at 100 miles an hour in the rain without wearing a seatbelt. It's, you know, I'm not advocating you do that. There's a, there's a thrill to it. There's a thrill to it, you know, and, and I want, the show has to be thrilling to me, otherwise it's, it's, um, dull. So, like, before the show, yes. do you have notes, or do you have, no. there's no script, or no. is it immediately, do you, do you turn up and it's just, 
There's no script. I'll tell you what I do every night, and I don't, I do, it's, it's kind of this thing I've gotten into, is I go through the Red Tops and the Daily Mail, and I jot down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've jot- jotted down ten stories. Most, most nights I don't use them. There are a few of these I'm gonna use tonight. So I've got those in case nothing comes to mind. I can always fall back on the papers, right? But generally, what happens is, as soon as the, the, the show, and I've written down GoPro helmet. That's it. I might write down a couple of points of of things that I want to talk about. So GoPro helmet. That's the only one I've got tonight. Normally there's maybe four or five. And that's it. And and normally what happens is the microphones go on. There's there's a, a rush of adrenaline and um, probably cortisol. And um uh and people call in and th- things fire. And that's how that's how it works for me. Oh, that's pretty cool. Hey, nice one, Tom. I hope we've we've shed some light into how this rubbish gets made. It's not rubbish, Ian. It's not rubbish. Have a good night, mate. Thank you, man. What a nice man. I was waiting for the sucker punch, and there wasn't. He was just a nice guy. Uh, we got John, we got Michael, we got Caddick, and we got Jace. We'll come to you in a bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here we go. This is what it's all about. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So I'm listening to. I've got loads of calls. We'll come to them in a second. Listen to this um, really geeky but beautifully made, fan-made Beatles documentaries. It's um, I think it's eighteen parts. There, it lasts for about thirty hours, and it's flipping good. It's called the the Beatles Anthology Revisited, and it's audio only. You can find it online. It's hooky, but you can find it online. It's on SoundCloud and it's on YouTube and it's all over the place. And I've downloaded it, and I'm listening to it, and it's great, and it's making me fall in love with the Beatles again. And I'm hearing things that I've never heard, I've never heard before. And then this, 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 this popped up today, and I, and I've never how how is this not the the most famous Beatles clip of all time? Taxes. We pay tax and things, but we don't know how much or how much we've made or anything, you know. Because uh, if we were going to worry about that, we'd be nervous wrecks by now. I'd like to direct this question to Messrs. Lennon and uh, McCartney. In uh, a recent article, Time magazine put down pop music, and they referred to uh, Day Tripper as being about a prostitute, and Norwegian Wood about as being about a lesbian. Now, I just wanted to know what what your intent was when you wrote it, and what what your feeling is about the Time magazine criticism of the music that is being written today. We were just trying to write songs about prostitutes and lesbians, that's all. come on! Now... (laughs) You know, because it's one of these horrible press conferences, and it's a late one. 66. And you, you, you see, you see all these Beatles press conferences where they're all being witty. How did you, how did you find America, John? We turned left at Greenland. All of that stuff. It's all real. And it's very funny. It's very spontaneous. But then what this documentary has shown to me is that they did hundreds of hours of those things. And they're not always that funny. <laughs> some of them are really, really awkward and uncomfortable and dry. And then there's just some great lines like that. I think, how have I, how have I never heard that? And then I heard this today. This, I think this is it. Hang on a second. Listen to this. Thank you, Miffy. 
heard. Hang on a minute. Let's, let's think this is an early one. Indulge me for a second. Guys. Here we go. This is him writing She Said, She Said from Revolver. Did he? Oh, that's very nice, isn't he? Hello? Hello? Okay. He said, I know what it's like to be dead. I said, I said, There's a brilliant I bit where he, he gets the tune. He suddenly works out what the tune is. He's getting closer. Come on, John, you can do this. He said, I know what it's like to be dead. Oh have I never heard that before? Incredible stuff, man. Incredible. Um, evening, Jace. Ah, uh, hello. Hello, Jace. How are you? Right, are you in, uh, Hi, yes. Sorry, I'm a bit nervous. First time caller. Okay. okay, good. Well, you know the script. You're doing brilliantly so far, Jason. Uh, yes, I, I do definitely know the script. I've been listening for a long time, and I just, uh, to be fair, I just wanted to just wanted to thank you both. Due to my circumstances, I've been listening for a long time. I haven't been able to call. Uh, is that because you've been uh, in prison? <laughs> it is indeed, yes. Is it? It is, yes, is I have. Is it really? Look at that! It was me <laughs> making a silly joke, and he's actually been inside. Oh, wait. Oh. No, that is genuinely it. So oh, I've, well. I've actually been listening for a very, uh, well, a couple of years now. Probably about a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, you've, you've, you've made me laugh, you've made me cry, you've made me, like, I've been up and down, and I just, I think I, I just wanted to thank you both. I waited a long time to sort of speak to you both. Oh, bless you, mate. And, how, uh, lo- how long you been out? Uh, since November. So how, how's it going? Yeah, it's not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. It's uh, adjusting. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to thank you. Really. Oh, well, that, hey, listen, man, thank you very much indeed. Um, it's funny, I, I don't... I was, I was making a flippin' joke, Jace. Honestly, I had no idea at all. And, um, uh, the, the, the prisoners, are, I, I like to imagine sometimes what people are doing. I imagine people driving and in bed or in the, you've got the kitchen on and they're cleaning up. And I don't consider the fact that we might have people listening to us, um, in prisons. What an honour that, that, you know, that people that, that <laughs> they can't go anywhere and that they pick this nonsense to listen to. Isn't it funny who we're keeping company? Yeah, what a thrill. Oh, well, Jason, I'm, you know, that, honestly, you've, you, you've touched me with those words, Jason, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, no, that's it. I just, you know, you, you, over night time, you, uh, when you sat there, and I just sit there, and I used to, you know, listen to the radio, and you both used to make me laugh. And, so how did I, it, how does it work? Because I've, I've never been, I've not been to prison yet, because they ain't caught me yet. <laughs> um, but what, so do you, do, do you have, you have, well, obviously you have a radio. You, you right, yeah, you have, the, you can, obviously you get, it's, you know, everyone has their, has their versions of prison, what they think exists. Yeah. You know, but you, you can, you can have a TV, you, can, you have the basics, you, you get given ten channels, and you get, you can have, a, you can buy a luxuries if you want, and one of my luxuries, I bought for myself was a DAB radio, and over night time I used to. Do you know what? It's actually harder for me to listen to you now. I have to watch YouTube. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You it's, bad. it's like a bloody holiday camp, except they have to listen to talk radio. No one would want that. Um, and yeah. do you have? This is going to sound like a really dumb question. 
do you have a plug socket in your cell? Yes. You do? Yes, you have to, a double socket. Do you? you okay. Can buy adapters as well, so you can have extension. So you can even buy a PlayStation, but you can't get PlayStation 3s or 4s or Xboxes this and Xboxes that. You can buy a PlayStation 2. There we go! This has been so, another gag that I've been doing for years, and it's grounded yeah, in reality. Okay. People, <laughs> whenever people would phone up, you know, we don't do it so much at this station, but another station, and, um, we talk about prison, and people would always find it go, oh yeah, but it's like a holiday camp, they've got PlayStations in there, and I would always say, yeah, but it's only PlayStation 2. And it is it's only PlayStation Who wants a PlayStation 2? They're rubbish! They're rubbish! And uh, they're, they're sold at inflated prices, you have to save up out of your own money. If, if You know, sometimes you can get family to send you money. Can't you nick one? Restricted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I'm joking, I'm joking. There are stolen PlayStations floating around, but yeah. you still have to play through the eyeball for them. But, uh, How do you, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. How does yeah. someone have a stolen PlayStation hidden in a prison cell and then sell it to someone? Uh, you, you're, How do you smuggle that in? Because that ain't going up your ass. <laughs> piece by it's piece. Not smuggled in. It's not smuggled <laughs> in. Essentially, what the people that are, you, you have privileges in jail, right? So people that earn them privileges, yeah. they have them. Sometimes they get taken away, or sometimes they earn the privileges and sell them on. Right. So okay. Essentially, okay. they don't. You can, they can monitor it, but yeah. as long as you're you're sort of, sort of well behaved and you sort of do your thing, no one really. Hassles you to monitor you for what you're what you've got in your you know yeah. unless you're given reason to come look for it essentially yeah and that's what it boils down to you know it depends where you are as well and how strict they are but well listen man um how how much I nearly swore then so I'm gonna just re- go how much of a head flip is it coming out what's the what's the first night out the first night out. Do you know what? What you is have, that like? You have, all these, you have all these expectations when they say, oh, you're going to get out. Because I, 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 I did nearly five years in. And you have all these expectations. You think, oh, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that food, yeah. I'm going to have that food. You, when you get out, <laughs> it's so amazing how quick it is. You just get back to yeah. normal life. And, you, yeah. and all them expectations you have, they just disappear. Yeah. And you, you just go back to doing a normal thing that you did for however long it goes, and you sort of pick up where you left off. It's scary. It's overwhelming. Yeah. You sort of have all these big ideas. You know, my big idea was to go back to London, have a bit of pie and mash and all this. But, you know, I didn't get a chance to do that. I ended up being taken to Subway. But so all these <laughs> things go out the window, you know, so. But everything, everything's going in the right direction, is it? Yeah, slowly, slowly. Again, you have all these plans. You plan big, you know, you think, oh, when I get out, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Nothing's, I haven't fallen off the wagon or anything like that, but it's slowly, you know. Things are falling into place, and I'm just slowly trying to get my my, my life back. Nice one, man. Oh. Back into well, Jason, into we wish you that we wish you the very best of luck. You're v- more than welcome to call us anytime you want, and I really appreciate yeah. um, I really appreciate you sharing that, those words with us. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you. Nice one, Jason. Right, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What a nice bloke. Um, I just don't think of I don't imagine you know prisoners listening to this rubbish. They'll be listening to. Um, London's biggest c-word, or or oh no, that's going to rile them up. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> get them all angry, wouldn't it? Might do. Um, well, that's that's um, that's nice. I could do. I could do. Um, I, he, he said he did a five stretch. I could do a five, or I could do it on, standing on my head. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, I could do a five stretch easy. Because yeah. you were fine after you came out of I'm a Celebrity, weren't you? Um, what you, what you've done there is you've um, you've um, pwned you. No, you haven't. You've disrespected me. I could do a five stretch standing on my head. I could do a I could do a ten stretch with my with my hands tied behind my back. I could do I could go as high as a twenty. I could do a twenty stretch, including five years solitary, 
and I'd be all right, actually. I think, I think I'd be all right. I think I'd surprise you. I, do you know what? I'm prepared to do it. I'm prepared to do it just to prove you wrong. That's how much I love proving you wrong, is I'm going to go to prison for 20 years and have five in solitary and come out at the end of it and go, told ya! I go, oh, you won. Yeah, and you give me a fiver. That's what's going to happen. Why would you have your hands tied behind your back or be standing on your head? I don't think that's an actual punishment, is it? Um, you Apart know, from in jokes about the devil. Shits and giggles. Um, good evening, Michael. It's hobo down a well. Oh, I see. So he's, he's, you're making fun of... Um, you're making fun of my tragedy, Michael. Well, we've logged your number, mate. You're in. You're Help in. me! Yeah, right. Well, you, you think you're funny, Michael. You're in the West Midlands. I've got your telephone number. Um, Help me! I can triangulate the call. Please. Yeah, that's it. Don't worry. Stay, stay on, buddy. Okay. Stay on for as long as you want. Because the longer you are, the better um, the the triangulation is. Come on. Yeah, we're gonna find where. Is that Alan Caddick? Help. Is that Alan Caddick? Hello! Right, Caddick, you're a dead man. You're a dead man, Caddick. I know where you live. You're a dead man. Um, and that will that will work, actually, because I'll get a 20 stretch for that. I think that's public service, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, well, it possibly um, is. I don't really, really important to say then, and I've forgotten it. Yes. Well, you, you, you were... S- in taking your breath. No, just thinking about Caddick and whether it would be worth doing time to uh, Time him end him. What? To end mur- him. You, how would you murder... How, OK, this is the phone-in. How would you kill Alan Caddick? 0344 499 I would deprive him of all karaoke privileges. He would I last a week. I would... Um, um, I would deprive him of the ability to take dick pics <laughs> and send them to unsuspecting women online. Between us, I think we've got it sorted. Think we could think we could finish him off. Not like that. <laughs> no. Not like that. No. I leave a bad taste in my mouth. Um, let us go to John. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ian. Good, Good evening, John. Hey, John. Um, talking about doing that to Carrick, I think if we just put him on Emmerdale or Coronation Street, that could be well done, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be. Uh, Aye. Yeah. Uh, that last call I bet, that was in prison, that was a great call, wasn't it, you know? Yeah. That uh, was incredible. That was in- incredible. And Trevor's telling me about the, the sorry, the, the director's cut of the Beatles anthology. Yes, mate, I've, I've seen that. Thank you. Um, yeah, that was, that was great. I mean, um, prison, prison must be so boring. Must be well, so, and people well, go there because they I'm, do I'm bad. I'm not and... to say, Ian, but I have been in there, you know. Uh-oh. What, what for? Um, it was really for, um, for murdering offences, because I, I couldn't pay the fines. Yeah. So uh, I got sent in there for that. Hey, really? Aye, and, and the time I was in there, you, you were only allowed at AM radio, and and that had to be um, checked out, you know, so I couldn't receive FM. Wow, gosh, um, that that's why. Uh, so you didn't get the better music mix? Well, I, I didn't. Uh, well, I, I I never really got a choice because I was um, in a pod with somebody else that wanted to listen to whatever he did, and I never had a choice. You know? well, the, big, the big man made the choice. Aye, aye, the was, big aye. man made the choice. Aye, 
these things happen. How <coughs> long were you in prison for, for not paying fines? Oh, it was only, um, 30 days or something. Oh, I like could, that, do, I know? could do that, I could do that, um, uh, 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 one-handed. When you said that before, yeah. Ian, yes. I, I could probably do as long as you in solitary. Well, you, well, here's the thing, here's the thing, John, with respect, you couldn't because you're old and you die. Yeah, that's, that's... I come out right. dancing, and I go, I come out dancing after five years in solitary, yeah, and I go, how's John? They say, oh, he died one. after 90 days, because he was old and weak. Yeah, you would win that one. Yeah, I'd win that one. So I've won that one. But I could still sell it up, like, if he wanted to. <laughs> oh, I'm up, I'm up for, I'm up for the challenge, mate, you know me. Well... I'm up well, for the challenge. You'll murder Caddick first, then. All right, let's all go and murder Alan Caddick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, was it, <laughs> was it, was it was about Dark Vibe yesterday. Man, we're talking about murdering one of C- uh, Catherine's, um, fancy men. Oh, right, no, well, I'm, I've I'm got so more happy. where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really so happy, I'm, uh, oh, sorry, Ian, um, I'm kind of in here. Um, the show is getting back, uh, what, like, nearly what it used to be, and I know you're having a little bits and pieces in between, but... What do you um, mean, nearly what it used to be? Well, <laughs> what does well, that mean? Good, nearly good. It's ne- it, the show is nearly good again. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You're just putting a little bit in between, and that's fine, you know. But I was really upset because it was um, it was disappearing for me, you know. Uh, because if, uh, the very first time I called you, yeah, um, it wasn't long after you'd been in the in the jungle. And I said to you, um, how long do you think this is going to go on? You said, oh, yes, I've got a, another two years. Yes, yes. Um, and I said, oh, like, because I usually back losers, like, uh, oh. buying a, um, a bit of Max and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And when when it stopped taking calls, I was devastated, you know? Yeah, yeah. We stopped uh, taking calls for a whole six hours. No. Was it really that? Yeah, uh, we, t- we stopped taking calls for a whole late, six, late, a- yeah. six yeah. hours of broadcast. Not even that. Uh, Not even that, because we let people people hacked it. People hacked three it, Three hours. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know... Get, well, that just shows you, didn't it? <laughs> didn't it? Just go show what a bunch of pussies you are. Ah, uh, exactly. Oh, yes. I definitely am, I. Yeah, I. Right, look here. Well, yes. I've got other, other things, but, like, you know, like, um, what? what you were talking about, leaving the baby and stuff before, but I just want to get to the next story I've got. Yes. That's okay. Um, you know, like, Different things, like strange things, what people would give to you. Yes. Right. Well, me and my son, or both sons at, at times, um, we used to go around collecting scrap metal and stuff. Yeah. You know, a bit like uh, Steptoe and stuff. Yeah, the old, uh, the old uh, rag and bone, yes. Aye. So, we're driving up this back lane one day, uh, behind it, um, what it called? Oh, I've never wrote it down. <coughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, somebody opened the door and said, do you, do you want to take this away? Yeah. And we went in, and it was a lead coffin. Oh, what? Oh. But it wasn't one of them old-fashioned ones, you know? No. It, it turned out to be something what, um, um, somebody had, um, deceased in Spain. So they were, um, had to fly them back to this country. So was there a body in it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, not when they give it to us. Oh, right, okay, fine. <laughs> but there was a... There were, and could you see, and I'm going to say this, and, and this is... this is the, uh, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about death, baby. Let's yeah. talk about you <laughs> and me. Let's talk about all the bad things. Right, so was there... Was there, um... Was there corpse juice? Oh, God, please. Um, was there, there was corpse very, juice? very, very, very strong smell. Yeah. And there was, and there was a lot of, um, like, sawdust and stuff. Yeah. Yep. You know, so they, that must have seeped up the, um... Oh, seeped right said, up. You know? Seeped right up. Aye. 
And another thing um, yeah. was actually a, a per specs window in it. Um, well, I, I'm guessing that so customs could see that there was a corpse in it. Oh, well, that's, that's okay. <laughs> I suppose it's not for the fella to look out, it's for the uh, people to look in. Because uh, you've got to know what's in there. You've got, you've got to check. This is the, this is what I always say when we get a new intake of customs, guys and gals. <laughs> you've got to check in the coffins because you just don't know what's going to be. packed full of uh, goofballs. Could be packed full of goofballs. Well, wacky backy, no, um, Bolivian marching powder. It's got to be a stiff. You've got to have a stiff. You've got to have a stiffy in there when you look. <laughs> when you look in that coffin, if you don't have a stiffy, then there's something wrong. A visible one. Yeah, it's got to oh, be a visible stiffy. I'm really going to hammer this joke home. When you look in that coffin, guys, if you don't have a visible stiffy, then there really is something wrong. And I would, I would get a friend over and just get them to check. Just get them to check the status of of the stiffy. And if if both of you, neither of you it's have a stiffy, obvious. there's not an obvious stiffy amongst either of you, then I would, um, I'd ring the alarms. Okay, I think that will do. Oh, we got, we got that thing. We're talking about penises. Yeah, so anyway, like yes. when, when we got it off them, it, it looked like it had, looked like it had been open with a tin opener. Oh, you know, it was yes. a sealed thing. You know, like one of those tins of sardines with it's got the key on it. Oh, you just looked like one of them, eh? I love. I, I don't like sardines, but I do like the the key, the key uh, technology. Right. No, 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 no. It wasn't one of them ones. It was like a jack of the edge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we decided um, to keep it in in it like in one one piece. You know. And we went back to the, the scrapyard and where, like, where you have your, your, your usual scrap metal, it's a big yard, but where you put your, your non-ferrous metals and stuff like that, you yes. know, what's worth more money, you, you're going to have a little shed with them. Yeah. So we kept it as it was, just to, just for a laugh, really, and we took it in and... Great fun. The bloke just run out the shed and ran halfway down the yard. Oh, uh, did you, did you, uh, did you climb in there? No, I never claimed in. Oh, no. okay. I, I, I wouldn't have bothered us, but, you know. Okay, even though it's stank of corpse. <laughs> um, John, thank you for that, mate. Okay, and... Ta-ta, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand for the first time this evening. The switchboard is empty, probably, probably, because I think we, we broke several Ofcom rules in those last, last two phone calls. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, so now I'm I'm Googling, I'm Amazoning Beatles, right? I'm Amazoning Beatles, right? And I've just ordered a Beatles book. Beatles, the Beatles. Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. The bloody Beatles. Beatles 66, the revolutionary year, right? Uh-huh. And then I see this, then I see this. Beatles, Trivial Pursuit. Trivial uh-huh. Pursuit, the Beatles. Right? Oh. And I'm tempted, £10.74, and I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, give that some. And then I'm thinking... Oh, it's a Paul McCartney life-size cutout for £37. Right. So, then I'm thinking, right, there's no one I could play it with, right? The only possible person I could play Beatles Trivial Pursuit with is Jeff Lloyd. Oh. And he'd actually beat me. What about this guy? Um, well, you, well, no, but I'd beat you easily. Well, you don't know that. Well, no, I'd destroy you. No. Let's see if he's got any sample questions. Is I might you? be a ringer. Um... Um, here we go. So this is the Beatles Trivial Pursuit game. Let's have a listen. It's a five-star review. Great for HP fans. I bought this for my daughter, a true Harry Potter geek. As an extension to our classic game, idiot. Um, Oh, it's just... Okay, right. Um, 
I'm tempted. Does this cover... Uh, I'm tempted, man. But I know all about I know all about the Beatles, so there's no point. It's the contents of your head. You don't need to play, do you? you it's can play the it by contents yourself. of my head. I do like the Beatles. I feel I feel sorry for people for the sad sacks that don't have the Beatles in their lives. Yeah, I imagine some people prefer the Rolling Stones. Some people like the Rolling Stones, and I'll tell you this: they're a bloody bunch of no good uh, idiots, but perverts and drug mm-hmm. abusers. They're all drug abusers and they're all perverts. Mick Jagger, seventy. Six, I think. He's going out with a 16-year-old girl. No, he's not. Of course he's not. It was so ridiculous. But he is going out with a 22-year-old girl. And you just think, you dirty old dog. You've had more than enough. And he, right? You've had, you've had more than enough. You've had everyone else's you've share. You've had everyone else's share, right? I don't but, get what the thing is with Jagger. He's got... He must have enough in his head now. He's seen some of the, the most beautiful... And sought after pudenda, that this Pudendi. okay, yeah, um, that this world has to offer, right? Anything else from now on is going to be a disappointment. So just go into the old bank, just just go and make a withdrawal and then a deposit, if you know what I mean, from the old bank. That's all he's got to do. That's all he's got to do. Every, every sexual encounter from now on is going to pale in comparison to. Well, where he's been? Well, it just, it's just maybe not though. Maybe he's still on the quest for the holy growler. Gra- <laughs> you disgusted yourself there, didn't you? I did. Good, good. I did. Sorry about that, me, and sorry everyone else. Sorry everybody else. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, I, I just want to. I'm just going to read this story, and we won't make any comment. Okay? We won't make any comment. Boy Seven is stuck in Stone Monument. You seen this picture of this kid stuck down oh, a no, hole? Oh no, that's serious. Yeah, stuck down a hole. Was he wearing the helmet at the time, or was that given to him after? A boy of seven was freed by firefighters after getting stuck inside a stone monument. Okay, Max Morgan had been trapped for three hours after trying to recreate a photo of himself inside the structure when he was aged just two. Dad George said his son has grown a bit since the original picture was taken five years ago. They do. This is the thing with kids. They grow. They grow. You tell them to pack it in, they won't. Max clambered into the monument in the grounds of Whitewick Manor near Wolverhampton, which is run by the National Trust. Those bastards. But his leg became trapped and he was unable to wriggle free. (laughs) Poor lad. Uh, Mr Morgan from Lower Penn staffs praised the quick thinking of the emergency services. Um, West Midlands... uh, Poor lad must have been terrified. I'm only saying this because when when I see stories like this, I want to reach out to him. I want to reach out to him and share my experience because I know what what this kid went through. Um, I didn't have my... um, uh, uh, dad and fit mum with me to keep an eye out. Keep me company. No. I love it when I say something that really disappoints you. <laughs> and I've been doing that quite a lot recently. You have, but I'm still reading from I Growler, so okay. you're fine. Okay, you're fine for another half hour until I get over it. West, it takes me that long to get over a Growler as well. Oh, my God. West Midlands Fire and Rescue Crews from Wolverhampton 
were initially called to the scene at 3.30pm. Fireman Roy Phillips said that due to the complexity of the entrapment, a specialist team based in Wensbury hmm, was called in to assist. In the end, the res- rescuers used an abrasive wheel to cut the stone in half. <laughs> what are you doing that voice? Well, abrasive wheel. So, like a like a circular saw, I guess. Yeah. But well, you'd have to, of course, if, it, it, I really hope, I mean, how old is this lad? He's seven. I do hope the dad said, as the saw was being brought to him, going to have to cut your head off, son, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to cut your head off, son, I'm really sorry. It's the only way to get you out. You <laughs> wonder why your youngest is always in tears when he's hanging out with you. Going bowling with those nut jobs tomorrow. I can't wait. Love a bit of bowling, me. Love a bit of bowling. But then, then they want to... They use the ramps. They use the ramps Bumpers. and they... Yeah, they use the ramps and the bumpers, right? That ain't, that ain't bowling. And I don't have the ramps or the bumpers, right? Because I bowl. I bowl. And I'm like a, I'm like a, um, poetry in motion. You're like, I'm like Kingpin. A, I'm not like Kingpin because I don't think I've ever seen Kingpin. I haven't either, but I know he's a I've wallet. seen King Ralph. Oh, very similar. Well, um, you remind me of King Ralph a bit. Um, and... Um, so, but then, but then, like, halfway through the first game, I've booked three games. Yeah. Halfway through the first game, they then go, oh, can we have a go, can we take one of your goes for you? You go, well, I'm on a bit of a roller, I'm destroying you lads, look at the, sc- <laughs> the score, I'm destroying you. Well, but it's supposed to be fun, isn't it? It's supposed to be dad, dad mad when fun. I, um, uh, when I was in New Zealand, I took Dylan, um, my nephew, bowling. Went to this bowling alley in uh, wherever it was in New Zealand. I don't even know Adelaide or, or Wisconsin or whatever. Don't matter. It's all made up place. And then it? we so there we were there. It was empty. And then the next lane, two lads came along to play. And it automatically puts their names up because he tell the thing. And it was their names. One name was the first guy was called Dick. I think the second name was called, guy was called Tit or something. <laughs> oh my God. I think I think there's something they were related to you. Weren't Dick they? and Tit. Mm-hmm. Um. In the end. Oh, oh, yeah. Back to the boy in the The hole. lad was later taken to accident and emergency, but was found to have suffered just bruising. Yeah, bruising of the ego. That stuff, that stuff is going to, that stuff's going to screw you up. Mr. Morgan said, we are, we are National Trust members, but we're going to burn our memberships. Do you know how much it costs to become a member of the National Trust? Yeah, because I did it one year. Go on. It's about 90-odd quid for a family ticket. Whoa. I'm talking about to make one person a National Trust member for life. Oh, for life? Yeah. Oh, I'd go... I mean, how old are they? Does it matter? It doesn't matter. All right, so you could be dead old and... Yeah. Could only be a year yeah. membership, really. Yeah. Effectively, it's not worth the money. Um, Ten grand. No, I don't think it's that much. I think it... It might... Do you know what? I don't know. It's probably about... Th- I think it's about two or three grand or something like that. So it's grands, you know, just to go and see like um, bloody stately homes of England. Yeah, the stately homes of England. And sometimes, you know, you might have more um, national heritage sites near you. So, um, and that's a false economy because national trust is not the same as English heritage. Okay. So I've got pictures. Of, okay, we are national trust members, and I've got pictures of Max from when he was two or three in the same hole, but I think he's grown a bit more in the last few months. We just want to say a big thank you. Blah, 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 blah. Um, here we go. This is this is a story. This is what we should be celebrating. This is, this is uh, Brexit Boys. Barber John Payne, 75, is finally hanging up his scissors 
after carrying out an estimated... Have a guess how many haircuts he's done over 60 years. Oh, um, I'm really good with numbers. I'm glad you're asking me these math questions. Yeah. Um, 2.8 million. No, 437,000, lazy git. Because oh. he could have done much more than that. Too much chops in. Yeah, too um, too, too many... Um, why do, what, do, what, what is this? I think I know the answer to this, actually. But about uh, barbers and condoms... Oh, yeah, something for the weekend, sir. Something for the weekend, mm-hmm. sir. But then I think I know what it is, because um, barbers... You used, used to go to your barbers for um, for medical problems. Yeah. In, it's um, like a doctor's. Yeah, in the Tudor times, yeah. um, they would be able to pull your teeth out, cut yeah. your hair, yeah. and perform minor surgery on you. Isn't that... Is, That's is, why the red and white... Well, so I was going to say, is that is that a myth, that bit? The red and white is no, like blood true. and bandages? True. Is it, though? I don't know. I've got a feeling that if I were on the chase now, I would say that were, that were a myth. All right. Well, I can tell you for sure though that your barber would do the lot for yeah, you. No, no, you're not. You're not. No, 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 no. You're not telling me. I was telling you. Come in party. No, no, no. I was telling you, and then you piled in with some all your guff from horrible, horrible histories. histories. Yeah. So I was telling you that is my fact. My fact is you used to go to the barbers um, to sort out your um medical problems they were like a doctor's i've said that and then what you're saying is just like um uh, is rub is boring it's because i've fact. done it yeah well no I've, I've i've done it already historical facts man can't handle the truth great great times we got another hour of this rubbish guys another hour another another hour of this rubbish guys um oh three four four Two and a half grand to become a lifetime member of the National Trust. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Or is that the National Front? I can't, I always get the two confused, which has led to some pretty awkward visits of stately homes. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can call us for absolutely anything. Um, we turn almost nobody away. That's how desperate we are. Um, I'm Ian Lee. She is Catherine Boyle. You are listening to The Late Night Alternative only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I'd take my chances I'd die for a living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman such a star I've never spent much time in school But I told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the only stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine 
so I, th- I, I think I did the right... I don't think I'm doing this job that I'm supposed to be doing on Monday. I don't think I'm doing it after the conversation I had with them. It's about this loneliness blog that I wrote about being lonely. And uh, um, uh, I was talking to, to um, them, you know, like a month ago about uh, maybe doing a little short film for a television programme about loneliness and I, based on kind of the blog. And, and uh, I thought based on... Um, a lot of the responses that I had, like, I had like hundreds of responses to it, emails and tweets and stuff like that. And people coming up to me at the end of, you know, shows and things like that. And, um, and, and so I, I thought it was going to be kind of all about that. And I'd suggested a few bits and pieces and I didn't hear anything about them. And then I was told, right, you're filming it on mo- next Monday, next week in Somerset. I was like, what am I filming it in Somerset for? And I, I, was, I had so much other stuff going on, I couldn't really kind of question it. And then last night, I sort of had a pe- panic, and I questioned it. I was going, why, why are we doing this? And finally, I spoke to them today, the people behind it. And um, they wanted, you know, Fruma's done this, um, um, you know, great thing where they're countering loneliness. And apparently they have got a scientific... Froome is a lovely place in Somerset. They've got they're, they're countering. They've got this um, uh, this study coming out that, that that aims to prove that that their way of tackling loneliness has um, decreased the number of people visiting hospitals. Something something like that. And uh, this is all being explained to me on the phone. And the way they've done this, I think, if there's anyone in Froome who's, who's been there and, you know, who lives there and knows about this, you can fill me in on the blanks, 03444991000. They have these people that are spotters and they spot people who might be suffering from loneliness. And they, it, from what I could gather, they are encouraged, encouraged to meet up with other people and join groups, right? And, and that's kind of where I went, yeah, that's not what my piece was about because speaking lots of people got in touch with me and it ties in with my personal thing the thought of joining a group fills me with well i said to him that sounds effing horrendous and they laughed i said no 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 it sounds effing horrendous to me it fills me with anxiety it fills me with fear um the the, the thought of being with a group of friends fills me with anxiety and fear. So, so joining a group, it's that thing that people say of, well, you should get a hobby. Get out and meet people of like-minded interests. That works for some people and that's absolutely brilliant, right? And some people just need a little bit of encouragement or to be made aware of, of groups that are, um, uh, that are, you know, that are there that perhaps they weren't aware of. But for, for a significant number of people that got in touch with me, that it, there is nothing there is no thought worse than rocking up at a village hall on a Thursday at 7.30 and walking in on your own and going, hi, I'm here for the choir, or, or whatever it may be. And the, the people that wanted to make this film um, couldn't grasp that. They kept saying, well surely the, the way to cure loneliness is to be in a group of people i said i said no that premise is false you Sometimes can be, you could be really lonely in a group there right? we go you can be with a thousand people and you can feel more alone than you do at home with a book or with a cat or with your kid or with your you know whatever um um and uh, and i said no no the priest said so what is your cure for loneliness I said, dude i haven't got one and i thought that this was going to be a piece where we kind of went 
I don't know what the answer is, but this is what it is. I'm personally worried that there is an epidemic, but I, I, I know for a fact that there are a significant number of people who feel like this. And um, I said, well, why don't you come and you can, um, you can challenge these people? I said, I'm not going to go and challenge them because they're doing something that works for them, and that's great. I'm not going to stride in and say, I think you're wrong. I said, I'm not going to do that. And also, I said, you, you're going to film me for eight hours for a five-minute piece on television, right? I can say whatever I want, but the story is in the edit. You will make the story what the way you you the way you want it um, to be. And um, and I, I just think that this is not the story that I wanted. To, I wanted to talk to Joe Cox's sister. Right. And they said, well, we think that her charity's already had enough attention. So, OK, I couldn't I, name it. No, I couldn't name it actually. Um, I want to talk talk about her, talk talk to her about it, and say, well, what do you think? You know, because now there's like I want to get a really good chat with her. And um, that, that thing sounds like it's for the elderly, is it? No, it's not. It's not. They made a point of, and I said that first thing. I don't want it to be about old people because that that's a different thing altogether. And, and they the film was going to be like people in their thirties and forties, right? Um, and I also. Um, oh, where's my head gone? Hang on a second. I've just lost my train of thought. Um, uh, oh, I said, I said, you know, I've had hundreds of people have eaten. There's 120 comments on my, um, website, ianlee.com. If you want to read the blog, ianlee.com, it's up there. Right, so there's 120 comments there. I, I got in touch with you and said, you know, I'm quite happy to try and reach out to a few people uh, on, on there and on Twitter and see if they would be up for talking to us about it and no one got into it and and it it, it basically the the solution that they are they are offering for um uh, for loneliness would not work for me and uh, it i I thought it was going to be a personal authored piece as we call it an authored piece and i thought it was going to be kind of me kicking around some ideas and talking to some people and going well yeah that sounds cool i don't know about that why you know and and it became this thing to talk about Froome in Somerset, which is which is great, you know, it's, it's great. But that's not what I wanted to do. It sounds a bit like um, it's gone through so many people yeah. that they've forgotten what it started off as. Yeah. So they've got oh, we've got this story about what they're doing in Froome. Oh, yeah. Ian Lee talks about loneliness. Yeah, and nothing in between. Doesn't uh, sound uh, like there's an awful lot of thought about what actually no. your blog was saying. No, uh, no, I don't think there was. And um, and I kind of said, I said, look, I'm not some 23 year old that's desperate to get on the telly you know um i would i would love to come on your show it's one of the biggest shows in the country so i'd love to come on your show but I, 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 you know as long as i'm saying something that i believe in and something that i think is important and i think this is really important but i'm not i wouldn't be saying something i believe in so it doesn't appeal to me you know my, my ego is not such that i have to go on a tv show to feel validated um, I'm not going on, you know, I'm not going on telly, uh, 600 quid, or 650 quid. I'm not going to go on telly. It's a lot of money. But I'm not going to go on just for the sake of something to have something that I believe quite passionately in to have it distorted to the story that you want it to be. Um, and, um, so I spoke to two people from the production and it's a bit tight because on, of me, because I was supposed to be going down there on Sunday and filming it on Monday. So it's a bit tight for me to have left it that late. But in fairness to me, 
They hadn't been in touch with me for three weeks. The person that I thought was making it, had, had, I found out today, has left. So my emails were being ignored. Um, and they were kind of going through my agent just in terms of, of like dates and when I was free and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, whether there's a miscommunication there or something, no one was, no one phoned me up and said, right, we've had to compromise it a bit. This is what we, we're going to do. Are you still interested? There was, there was none of that. And I, I had two people selling me a story today that I couldn't give a shit about when it came from something that I really care a lot about because it affects me, um, a lot. And now I've said that out loud, I've realised I made the decision for artistic reasons. Of course you did. But, well, I know, you say of course, but I wasn't, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't sure, you know, because there is a little bit of me scuppering myself at the moment in all, in all kinds of things. There's a lot of me pressing the effort button just to, to, to see what happens and to get reactions and stuff like that in all different kinds of things. So part of me thought it was that. Part of me thought it was just me being arsy because I was tired and I've got to be aware that when I haven't slept much and I'm working a lot, uh, I can get arsy. You know, people get arsy and I, and I, I'm generally pretty good at self-awareness around that and knowing when I am and kind of removing myself from from situations. Um, but I came away just feeling um, I came away feeling really sad that I let people down. I, I let um, you know a film that I let the film crew. It's going to be four, five, six people will have worked on that, and I've let them down. Um, and I'm annoyed that I've walked away from six hundred fifty quid, which would be very, very handy at the moment when I'm looking for somewhere to live. Um, but also, I, I, don't, I don't want to be on telly for the sake of being on telly. And it does sound as if they could get anyone to do that. Yeah, they could, they could. Because you're just presenting their piece. Get Brandreth to do it. Charles Brandreth will do it. You know, get someone like that. I think I've given away what the show is. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I, I, and I think my agent was, was perhaps, you know, frustrated with me, as is, as is, as, which is great, you know, which is, which is fine, it was great, which is fine, you know, of course we're allowed to, to lock horns from time to time. Uh, he's very, very accommodating. Um, and I, I, I feel, I feel, um, oh, I feel sad. That's what I feel. I feel sad that I've let people down, that I've walked away from a chunk of money, that I'm not going to get to do the film that I really wanted to do. That's the thing. Yeah, that's it. Um, and do you know what? It's okay to feel sad about uh, it. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of glad that I'm, I, I get to stay at home on Sunday and play video games. That's, that's good. That's cool. And part of me is thinking, when I do it again a minute, do, uh, am I doing it just because I don't want to travel somewhere on Sunday? Because I do this sometimes. I don't want to travel somewhere on Sunday night and have dinner with people in, you know, that I don't know and then spend all day filming with them when I could be at home playing video games or, or am I doing it because, am I doing it because then it means I've got a day off so I can, you know, I could maybe go and take drugs. You know, it's all those thoughts going around in my head. And at the moment, I don't quite trust my thinking about a lot of things and I've really got to, I've really got to kind of, you know, look at every decision I'm making and, and not every, I've got to look at a lot of the decisions I'm making and work out why I'm doing it. Is it coming from a good place or is it coming from a bad place, that decision? Um, so, uh, so I think, I think I'm not doing it. You know, it ended with, well, it ended with, um, yeah, it ended with him saying, oh, well, that's a shame. Never mind. Come, come to us again if you've got any other ideas. And I'm thinking, I came to you with this idea. <laughs> yeah, what's the point? It was I, already formed. Yeah, I, I came to you with a, with a, with an idea that I I I I, I expressed briefly in two emails. You read a blog, and I had a, a, an extended chat with a young lady on the phone who doesn't work for you anymore. Um, so I'm probably not going to come to you with any more ideas because if they're going to get changed that much, 
then um, then there's no point in me coming to you with with an idea because that was you know that was it. TV's a funny old it's a funny old fish. I cancelled a Good Morning Britain this week as well, so I've 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 done myself out of over a grand. Yeah, but, but you were starting to get anxious about the amount you were doing. Yeah, yeah. So what I was going to ask is, could you give me a grand? I'm going to take that as a yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Let's be having you, Paul Ross, at one o'clock. Of course, guys. Let's go to Sonia. Good evening, Sonia. Hello. Hello, Sonia. Oh. Um, turn your turn your radio off. I haven't got my radio on, lovely. What, what can I hear in what can I hear in the background then? Oh, there is a TV but it's not the radio. Oh, right, okay. No, door. no, in that case you is keep it better? in that case keep it on. I thought you were listening to us and it was confusing things. You no, listen to whatever I you can't want. Get you. Good. I can't get you. Good. I don't want anyone to. It's our secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's our little secret. Yeah. Um. No, what I'm I, I want to talk to you about is um I'm trying to complain about um just child system at the moment yep. i've been working for um a company for two weeks yes i've done eight shifts and i'm absolutely appalled by the care that these children are having um right don't mention any company names or anything like that um no i won't do that no, no. so what so but i'm confused what kind of thing are you working what are you working at as a, as a, a nursery no, I'm working as a support worker for children that are waiting to go to different placements. Placements for what? Um, fostering. Okay, right. You know, they've, yeah. they've come out of, yeah. Okay, so what have you um, seen that's so bad? Um, for example, on maybe the second day when I worked there, um, I looked at the child's care plan, yeah. and on the second day I looked at the care plan and he had a problem with knives. Oh. So... I've gone into a drawer, unlocked, and there's ten knives in there, right? Yeah. So then I've said to um, the company, um, what do you want me to do with these knives? Well, it's not a problem. So then I've packed all these knives up, taken them to um, the place where he's living, and handed them in. Then after that, there's been three instances with knives. Yeah. Um, the way that the children are living, where they're putting them in this awful hotel, yeah. which are also they also they are they are um, in basically it's rented out to normal people as well, not not normal people. Cause no, I know, normal. I know, you know, I know what you mean. So it's a hotel where where yeah. where people can go and stay, but then also yeah. there are these young people that perhaps are a little troubled. Yeah. 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 And, um, but the accommodation is atrocious. Uh, you've got, you've got showers in the kitchen. What? Uh, yeah. That sounds horrendous. You've got, you've got, um, I come out of there and I bites all over me. Um. What, fleas? Whatever bites, it wasn't fleas, because they only go for your ankles. Okay. You know, I had fleas, um, uh, these bites all over my hand, all over my body. Oh, dear. Um, um, it's horrendous. It and, sounds awful. And then there's wiring that, 
you know, is hanging from the ceiling, like in the bathrooms, and the showers aren't working because there's no water. So they're having to use the staff showers, which then that makes them feel, you know, that they want a, their own bit of independence. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on top of that, oh God, there's so. M- um, the fire alarm, I had to take the tape off it because it had all this tape on it um, to make the fire alarm work. Yeah. You can't, you can't cook them decent food. I, when I go on duty, I've, to be fair, I've stopped working there. I told them yesterday I can't work there. And did you I've tell, did you tell them why? Did you point out all these problems? I, I tried to tell them, but they won't listen. And then I've, and then I've, I phoned the police last night. Right. Um, they were meant to get back to me today and they haven't. Um, I've tried, um... So hang on, so hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Is this, all right, and let's just tread very carefully and obviously don't mention any names, but you know that because you're an intelligent person. Mm -hmm. So is this, uh, are these services provided by a council? Well... This is something I don't know, you see. Well, who, well um, were, were you working for a council, or were you working for a no, private no, company no. that was hired by a council, or...? It, it's an agency. Right, okay. Oh, blimey. Well, they must be... If they're waiting for fostering and stuff like that, it must be... It must be coming from a council. Exactly. But then I've gotten to the council, and I've got to fill out all these bloody forms. Well, I'm not being funny. Yeah. All I wanted to do is report it. Yeah, So yeah. now I've got to fill out all these forms, and I can understand why people don't want to complain about it. Oh, yeah, no, they don't. They're not going not gonna to make it easy for you, Sonia. Not going to make mm. it easy for you to point out, you know, their terrible mistakes. No. Um, that's really depressing, then, isn't I, it? And then, um, it's like, um, also on top of that, yeah. um, when you go to a new job, you get your restraining, you know, training and everything. I've had none of that. No restraints yeah. for these children. Um, and then you've got staff telling me that, um, oh, don't report it because, you know, their child might have gone missing. Don't report it because you know, it's too many issues with the police. Um, oh, well, hang on a minute. Then, what, so what, a young, a young person, well, how old are we talking here? Between 12 and 15. Right, so like a 12, 13, 14-year-old goes missing... Yeah. And you're told and, not to report it. And the boss has told them, not me, but has told others not to report it because there's been too many complaints. They're not being oh. educated. Oh. Um, this, this coming in the wake of all the sexual abuse scandals, you know, <laughs> rape of, of young Nice to know yeah. transparency is still important. Yeah, isn't it? Well, um... Well, what? Well, this isn't this isn't acceptable. What do we do? What do we do about this? This is this is unacceptable. But the thing of it behavior. is, it's so hard for me to report. It's just like I'm going round in circles. I don't know who to no, who to no. tell anyone. And this is what I'm trying to think. There must be there must be something that we can do because if that, listen, I have to take your story at face value, Sonia. But it, you know, if what you are saying is true, then this is outrageous. So, would the head it's of children absolutely? Head of Children's it's Services at your council with a person to go to, do they know? I'm trying everyone. Everyone. And it's, I'm just going round in circles. Have you tried Even that the person? Police, I mean, the police said to me last night, they said, oh, phone, uh, hold on a minute. They said, 
This is what they said last night. I've even got a log number. They said phone trading standards, which it was like they don't exist. Apparently, you got to go through citizen advice. Trading standards. Then I, sorry. Trading standards. They do exist, but apparently you have to go through. Um, they gave me a number, which doesn't exist anymore, um, and they said to. Um, it's not trading the standards. Right, we have to. We, right, you if this. All right. All right. Hang on a minute. Right. If this is true, right, then kids' lives are at risk. Right. Right. So we have a thing to do. Uh, right. And this right. is another thing. Right. Yeah. I uh, those knives that were found in the drawer. Yeah. Right. There was at least ten knives, probably twelve. Yeah. Right. I had to take them down to the reception. They're they're staying in the hotel. Yeah. Right. Which are not which. Other people stay in. Yeah. There's no locks on the door, so staff aren't safe either. Right? These children are troubled yeah. children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No right. one's safe. Right, no one's safe. Right, well, okay. We, we need to find a way of I- exposing this. Do we... Would Okay, I'm just just thinking off the top of my head. Would, would you be prepared, Sonia, to speak to um, a journalist from a newspaper? I think that's the, the only way forward, I think. I've got an idea. Right. Would you write this down in an email to me and I will put it in the direction of people who might be able to do something about it? Yeah, because I, I, I'm... Honestly, I'm banging my head against the wall and I can't yeah. sleep. No, I know. And you, know, you sound I've got, like... I've got two children yeah. that sort of age and I, I can't bear it. I, no, I bet... Because you sound like a good human being, Sonia. You sound like a good human being and this is outrageous and this is disgusting. Tell you what I'm going to do, Sonia, is I'm going to ask Catherine to go next door and speak to you off air, and she, you can swap emails and things like that. Yeah. And if you don't want to be named, we can look after your identity. I I think we, I think that may have happened already. Um, is it, but the thing about, okay, the thing about writing an email is, that is actually, that's not everyone's best way of communicating. No, but I need details, I need times, I need places. Well, do, do, well, do, do we... Okay, that's one option. Is another option not just to put her in touch with someone connected with this organisation? Possibly, but to get their attention, yeah. I also, need to be able to give them a case. Also, as well, yeah. I must tell you as well, I mean, some of the staff that are employed, I mean, there's one woman, for example, she, um, she, her children were taken away from her, and she's working for this company, and... Also, her her daughter yeah. is working for the company, who was in care, right. and it's and then you have got ex druggies. You got well, these people aren't right. Well, I won't worry about ex druggies because I'm I'm an ex druggie and I'm all right. I'm not going to steal your wallet, so you know, don't worry about that. But it's not it's not about that. It's about um, yeah. nurturing these children. Yeah, yeah, but but ex but ex druggies can 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 nurture people. So don't. Don't, you know, don't worry, as long as they are ex druggies, they, they, they can, you know, I, I'm nurturing my well, kids. Well, that's the thing, that's the question, isn't it? Well, but, but one would hope that question would Because when answered. I met that guy, I yeah. thought, I thought, he's a druggie, and then he told me later on, oh, I used to be a druggie, yeah. and I thought, well, well, I think you still are. Okay, well, listen, well, you, you but yeah, okay, well, we're going down a slight cul-de-sac here, I wouldn't worry about, I wouldn't worry as much about that. I would worry more about all of the other things you've spoken to to us about. I'm gonna. Catherine's gonna go and speak to you off air and give you um, her email address and um, uh, ask. Uh, well, she'll she'll chat to you off air and we'll see if we can put you in touch with someone. 
Okay. Who, could, who might right. be able to um, bring this to a wider audience? The thing is, sometimes when a media organisation's involved, people are more likely to help. So if I you act know, as the in-betweener so, for you... I, I am so pleased I've phoned you because I've tried everything. And, uh, you know, I can't rest at the moment until these poor children are sorted out. I get it. There is so much... And, cool. you know, I've spoken to staff as well. And, you know, but I... Even staff have told me, you know, like there's been there's been sexual activity with, yeah. between right. children. Listen, there's been all sorts. Sonia, listen. I'm going to pass you over to Catherine now. So I'm going to take you off air. You're going to speak to Catherine, and um, she will get some details, and we'll see if we can put you in touch with, uh, with, with somebody. Of course, that's not what we're going to do. Catherine's going to find her and have her killed. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's, uh, that's, that's outrageous. If, uh, uh, if, if true, and I have no reason to doubt her, she sounds like a very, um, uh, sensible and, and passionate human being that wants these, um, you know, these kids looked after. Blimey. And uh, doesn't it make you think, oh, aren't we lucky, huh? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You're listening to Talk Radio on DAB. Maybe you've downloaded the app or perhaps you're listening online. If you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, although it's going to change soon to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. And because um, I'm going to I'm going to change it and I'm going to make millions um, you can watch the show. Hello, guys. Let us go. Good evening, Jerry. Hello, Mr. Lee. I'm very well, thank you. Have you calmed down now from your little hissy fit? Yeah. Good lad. Well done. Welcome back. Come, what you got for us? I forgot a letter. Oh, yeah. You sound well tonight. I've just taken me... So by the way, I'm getting back to my old drugs again. Uh, oh, really? The, 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 the difference is, um, huge. Oh, but someone says someone's ringing the call bell, so I'm like, oh, everyone go off soon. Can- cancel the call bell, cancel the call bell. I can't, it's not mine. Oh. Somebody else's. Oh, well, screw those guys. Go on, what, what's your letter? I have a council. 400 quid. Oh, flipping it, how come? Waiting to access to, access to property for removal of bed. Yeah. An empty property, which is supposed to be sorted out. Well, left me flat, my yeah. bungalow. Yeah, yeah. So it's been emptied by the council, but the other firm's emptied. They just charged me. But I said, I'm not paying for the bed, because one, it's not my property, it's the hospital's property. Yeah. And I, I won the tenant at the time, they removed it. So I can, why are they billing me? So hang on a minute, what, what is... <laughs> it's never easy with you, is it, Jer? What, so what is the 400 quid that you owe them for? Empty property. Yeah. And wait... On site to yeah. access the well, medical to removal of bed, which is £25. I'd tell them to... Makes check payable. Yeah. i tell them to get stuffed. That's what I've told them, but my social worker's on underground again, can't find him. Oh, flipping it. You're social worker. I know they're, I know they're worked hard and they're, they're pushed and stuff, but... Um, well, I mean, but I wouldn't pay it. What are they going to do? Put you in prison? <laughs> the M1. Hey, exactly. Exactly. You'll probably get better treated in prison from, you know, and I and I, I don't say that lightly because I know no, some I of the treatment you've had there. Which you get uh, recreation for an hour a day. Yeah. Um, 
Well, um, I, d- I don't know what to say to that, Jerry. really. Um, have you fo- have, have you phoned them up to speak to them? I yeah, suppose I know. Guess what, you're on the phone for half an hour. Guess what the music is on the phone? Go on. Feel crazy. Oh, God! I hate that song. No, I tell you the song that's worse than that. It's another Seal song. It's Kissed by a Rose. That's worse. Yeah, but you're going crazy on the phone. 30 minutes of crazy would drive you absolutely crazy. There's no, um... There's no denying that. It's all right for the adverts telling what great services you provide. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, hmm? I was going to say, that, that, that poor girl who's on, woman was on before, it's, yeah. it's, it's CQC, easy with children's services. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's, um, it's crappy, isn't it? You know, we, we can't look after our elderly, our, our disabled, and our kids. And, and that, you know, that, that's the, the, the true test of a society, how we look after the vulnerable. And we are letting them down. It's getting worse. It is getting, cause it's getting worse, because there's less money, and there's more people in need of the help. So... We've got to think of a solution quick before... The solution is we all kill ourselves, Jerry. No, that's a bit extreme. Okay, right, that's one. That's, okay, it's my first idea. All right, don't, don't be, you, you knocked it back, fair play. Second one is we all kill you. That's sort of a, sort of a question, it's sort of a game show for TV. Yeah. Wheelchair jousting. Oh, mate, I'm in. What do you reckon? I'm in. I'm totally, totally in. Yeah, I'll be up for that. Electric wheelchairs. Yep. Get up and down, jousting. I think it'd be good. Uh... Yeah, I'd be up for that. Uh, yeah, all right, fine, we'll do it. We'll make we'll we'll, we'll make it happen. I'll speak to um, the um um. Well, I can't speak to BBC One now because I annoyed them tonight. But we'll we'll. Uh, I mean, BBC uh, Two. Nah, the whole BBC is going to hate me again. I think I'm out of that organisation for another two years. Um, I, you know, I pissed off the one show. Um, so uh, uh but I'm a I'm a Good Morning Britain next week. I'll 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 put it to Susanna Reid. Colleen Kelly. Um, I've not, I've not met Lorraine Kelly yet. I like Lorraine. I've not met Lorraine. I'll put it to, I'll put it to my favourite, Kate Garraway. Okay. You do that. I like Kate. I'm going to be a guinea pig. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, of course you'll be the guinea pig. We'll, we'll, uh, uh, in fact, we'll, we'll put you up against the guinea pig and, um, we'll see how you get on. Um, all right. Nice one, Jerry, mate. Hey, bye. Take care. Yeah, ta-ta. Let us know how it goes with that 400 quid. Let us go to Kevin. Good evening, Kevin. Hello, Kevin! Hello, good evening. Uh, well, good morning, isn't it? it? No, we've not had a sleep yet. Oh, well, I'm still up, so shall we just say good evening then? Good, e- good evening, yes, Kevin. What have you got for us? What have you got for us on this Thursday night? Uh, stroke Friday morning. Um, actually, I've only just turned on a bit late, so I'm not sure what your topics of conversation have been. But as I turned the radio on, uh, I could I just picked up on the last five minutes that you. I sensed that you were showing like mega respect for was it Sonia? Yes. Um, and uh, was the subject about people being vulnerable? 
she that well uh, you're, you're speaking in very old-fashioned terms in, 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 by using the word subject we she phoned up because she wanted to she was frustrated about oh, was what she? About what that's what I say. I've only just turned yeah. on, and I thought, oh, I'll ring yeah. up because I could, ta- I could just tell over the radio that like you were showing great respect. I show great know. respect for for eighty six percent of all of my callers. Yeah, but there's well, no, that, there's no, that, you know, you know the, you know the drill, Kevin. There's no subject, but she phoned in because she was frustrated about and concerned about something she had seen happen in the workplace that she was unhappy with. You know, people phone oh, in about whatever they want. What what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I, I could see that uh, the lady was a bit distressed, yeah. and uh, I picked up on the vibes that um, you recognised that. Yeah. Hence, um, letting her to carry on yes. off air, off air. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I've got a bit of a similar tale actually from today. Okay, go on. Um, I mean, was the subject about? There's no subject. In, in there's some... no. There's no subject. There's, just, just let's just have a conversation. Okay, please do, Ian. Yeah. Go, go on then. What, what, what? what um, so go on. What are you going to tell? I, me? Did I hear you say um, that you were an ex druggie? Uh, yeah. I guess that's out what, there now. Yeah. What drugs did you take? Oh, that's not. That doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, isn't it, really? It's irrelevant. You don't want to know the war stories. Were they prescribed, or were you just... Yeah, they were prescribed by a bloke called Steve. They were prescribed by a bloke called Steve that I used to meet around the back of um, uh, West Hampstead train station. Hmm. Or cigarettes classed as drugs, or... I I guess they are, yeah. Well, funnily enough, right, Ian, yes. I've been for an appointment today yeah. uh, for a um, smoking cessation. Okay. Because uh, I really need to pack in smoking. Good for and you. And, yes, that, that, well, that's exactly how I'm thinking about yeah. it. And my mind's made up now. I mean, let's face it, um, smoking isn't illegal, although it is in... Uh, public areas like, well, uh, let's say we go into a pub. Yeah. <laughs> That's like public, isn't it? Yes. Um, but it isn't an illegal drug, but you can't get addicted to tobacco. Yes, to, it suggests tobacco, you can get tobacco, yes. Um, and I've got to show mega respect uh to the nurse I've seen today, yes. a, bit like, a bit like I could sense, having just switched on, that I felt like you were showing mega respectful, yes. Sonia. Yes, I'm mega, I I'm mega respectful. I'm picking up on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's me. But having had this uh, appointment for smoking cessation mm. this afternoon... Yes. Um... On the way out, there was a lady there. I'm guessing she was in a, in her early forties. Yes, I'm a little bit older. Yeah. How old are you, Ian? Um, <laughs> don't worry. Just carry on with the story. Don't worry about how old I am. Are you, okay. Are you of similar age to me then? I don't know how old you are. Are you of similar age to the lady? Um, I'm a little bit older. I mean, why? Why so many? Just, just tell me the story, dude. Uh, well. Uh, like I say, um, 
I got great respect for the nurse right. I saw today. Right, and then you, saw, then, you saw, then you saw a woman who was about 40? On the way out, yes, yes um, and? from the God, doctor's clinic. I'm going to start smoking And again, she was yes. a supporter of the Marie Curie. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, I mean, I could see, obviously, mm. you, you have an appointment time, but you don't, you know, they're obviously very busy, and you yes. can't always get in. Of course, you can't always get what time. you want, but if you try sometimes... Well, you know, they're, they're obviously very busy. Of course they are. The, the NHS is stressed, stretched, aren't they? Stretched and stressed. Cash. Yes. God. Yes. Well, yeah, either of those words would suit. Yes! Um, so what happened? Oh, sorry, Ian. Am I upsetting you? Yes! Uh, okay. <laughs> what on happened? Way, on the way out, um, she said, like, excuse me, really polite. I'm guessing she's in her 40s. And she told me all about what the Marie Curie Society yeah. was about. Apparently, her son uh, suffered with an illness from an early age. Yeah. Um, and I believe now, he's, I think she said he was about 25. Yes. And he's packed in work because he had a serious um, medical condition yep, yep. Um, and the NHS helped him out right. and she basically said that, uh, they didn't think he'd last long Yeah, and he, he had major treatment mega treatment oh and, yes uh, and isn't it great it's, I, think so. I think it's brilliant too Kevin thank you but very the th lacking of funds and so I joined the society oh and apparently it's only £4 a month, which is what I signed up to on the That's way out. That's brilliant news, Kevin. Great news. Thanks and stuff. Thanks very much indeed. This is uh, the late... Oh, God, I'm losing the will to live. I'm going to start smoking again after that call. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Christian Dion is well worth listening to because he was when he was on before... You didn't get anything right. No, but you take that home and have a think about it. <laughs> I didn't get anything right at all. Good evening, Edward. Uh, good evening, Ian. I, I, I trust you well. I'm um, um, tickety-boo. Okay, splendid. I, I don't want to appear too sycophantic, firstly, but, or sound too sycophantic, okay. but, uh, but right, I find right. your approach to your honesty towards your own issues and previous issues very refreshing. Thank you. Um, compared to uh, to other uh, commentators or other presenters, <laughs> yes, but, yes, no, 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 no. I mean, you're no. calling yourself an extra ugly, is brilliant. Okay, yeah. yeah. But can I quickly ask? Uh, well, well, are you genuinely okay with Richard Herring now? Yeah, I'm fine with Richard Herring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've got, I've always thought he was funny. I've always thought he was brilliant. And um, oh, uh, it, you know, they made some jokes about me on their TV show. 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, very weird, yeah. I was always very nervous, you know, around him and Stuart uh, Lee. Um, mm, but yeah, the few yeah, times yeah. I've met them all, met either of them, they've been absolutely charming and delightful. And Richard was kind enough to invite me on to his Leicester Square um, yeah, podcast. Oh, yeah, that, that, I watched that. And I, I, yeah, I, I was genuinely surprised that you got on so well. He's lovely. I think I th I've always thought, you know, it hurt me when he made jokes about me, but I make jokes about people. Uh, I've always thought that that he's. Uh, I think he's brilliant. I think he's really, really funny. And there's a really good podcast that's just come out with Jeff Lloyd interviewing him, and it's really funny. And it's it's, oh, it's really? yeah, it's really good. Go, go, Jeff Lloyd's 
hometown show, I think it's called, and um, it's, it's, it's really good, him, and, him interviewing Richard Herring. Oh, well, I'll give that a look. Thank you very much for your time, Ian. Sorry to trouble you. Have a good evening. Thank you very... Now, that is what I... That is manners. <laughs> Apologising for well, calling. No, no, no. It's, it's true. That is, ma- that is manners. That is... Ma- unlike you, you just did a stomach gurgle. I didn't. I think if we played the tape back, mate, we'd hear it. And you didn't apologise. He apologised for, for um, wasting my time. And it was a waste of my time, really. But he apologised for it. So, I've got, I've got no beef. I've got, I've got no beef against someone like that. Um, let's go to Kasif. Good evening, Kasif. Good evening, Ian. Well, Ian, I've been on holiday and I've come back. I've listened to you for a while. But I was reading somewhere that you fell down a well. <laughs> that must have been a new law for you. <laughs> Just going to let this dickhead finish with his, his well jokes. Carry on, mate. Go on. Go on. Get, get him out. You must be welling up with them. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it must have been well funny for the emergency service. Well funny, yep, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but, uh, I see this how did it happen, Ian? So you, you probably always thought I was a little bit wet. Um, uh, Good job you didn't kick the bucket. Yeah, looking a bit pale. All of those, this is great, it's great, Kasif, to hear some of the classic jokes that have been thrown at someone who suffered quite a severe, went through quite a traumatic experience. I hope your well, holiday was shit. Somebody laugh about I hope you had a really bad holiday and you got beaten up and robbed on your holiday. And I hope that uh, you didn't yeah, have ins- didn't. travel insurance. If you didn't have travel insurance and you got really seriously ill and you had to go to hospital and it cost you $50 million. That's what I hope happened to you, Kasif. Well, I hope it happens to you as well, Danny. Oh, you've hurt his feelings now. He phoned up and took the piss out of me for falling down a well. You know how upsetting that whole well thing has been. <laughs> I don't know, Ian. I wasn't there. I where wish, did, you, wasn't where there, did you go on holiday, mate? Seriously, where did you go on holiday? Uh, I, uh, I went to Pakistan. Pakistan. Right, OK. Well, um, I, I hope you got taken into the Pakistan desert and um, yeah, buried up, with, up to your neck in the sand and you had um, your eye, eyes taped open and you had honey squirted in your eyes and ants uh, pecked your eyeballs out and um, the, there were a circle of men standing around you masturbating oh. and laughing. Hope that, I hope that happened to you. Well, Ian, I wouldn't want to be in one of your fantasies. <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, thanks for your call, Cassif. Yeah, okay, thank you, Ian. Yeah, that's right. That's graphic. That was that was that was uh, that was very specific, actually, it wasn't was. it? You've very... been holding that in for a while, haven't you? Yeah, that was very specific. Very, very specific. The honey and the ants. Um, but I saved that for a, someone as as cruel and as callous as um. As that gentleman caller there, and we won't be. We, we, that was that was uh, that was ill mannered, on his part. Um, it's been very very dark vibe tonight again. Well, that definitely was you. Tomorrow, I tell you what we'll do tomorrow. This is what we're going to do tomorrow, right? Can you bring in your Uno cards? I've, I might have them now. No, okay, that's that's brilliant, Catherine. Well done. Tell what we're going to do tomorrow. Can you bring in your Uno cards? So hang on, I've got to bring in Uno cards and some sort of um, contraption yes. for your. Um... Yeah, do a little bit of production. Other, That's other not production. Other, other That's producers. DIY. Here's, the th- here's the thing. Other producers would have, would have um, as soon as they heard that um, uh, Eric Bristow was dead, would have got Johnny Seifert, the, the talk radio showbiz expert, on the on the phone, and you 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 did not do that. Well, you, I've you got an idea. Seifert. Why don't you get some of the other producers? Oh no, you won't do that, will you? 
Uh, okay, fine. Yeah, I will. All right. I'll get um. I'll get Cass. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Hello. You Hello? Hello? Yes? Hello? Oh, hello. Hello, caller. How do? How do? Hey, up. Who is this, please? Um, it is Pablo. Ah. Okay. Rings a bell. Um, no, yeah, well, it was actually more on a, on a serious note. Um, just in regards to the prior caller with the issues in regards to child services and the like. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't particularly work in that sector, but I do work in the, the care sector. Um, and I, it was just to say that I think it's kind of symptomatic of a, a bigger issue of um, cuts and just generally... And there ain't no money. Right? And we don't well, look after our vulnerable people. There ain't no money. Well, very true, but it's, it's to the point where it's, it's almost, well, not even almost, it's just a case of, um, you can see government essentially making decisions based on, well... Nobody's really going to be checking up on them for a while, and by the time it comes out, we may not be in government. Hey, where's, 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 hang on a minute, how many votes can I get if I, um, uh, look after 14 and 15 year old kids? Oh, hang on, zero votes. So let's, let's, you know, go and, um, sort out well off old people who are, you know, comfortable. But when things go wrong and they get exposed by someone else who does care, we'll say lessons have been learned. Lessons have been learned. Lessons well, lessons have, have been, been learned, and it'll always be people, like, kind of direct within whatever organisation they're found fault that will be reprimanded or an issue. They're, they're people who are actually, you know, essentially holding the purse strings and making those decisions on behalf of those companies. I mean, aside from anything else, you know, bringing the private sector into care and the like is, is something that's, you know, I mean, personally, I work for a private company myself, but luckily, all the people I've had uh, dealings with, I've not really had any kind of negative things, but everything is really on a really, like, tight budget to the point where we've even got, like, occupational therapists coming in and suggesting cuts to people's, like, um, hours of uh, support that they get and the like, which really isn't their job, but they've been given that kind of edict to go into, well, whilst you're there, just check and make sure there's anywhere we can make a cut. And just when you create a situation like that, you know, everybody's working at a really tough standard on, on what little they've got. So obviously it opens up the capability of people who are kind of, well, maybe we won't um, do things right and we'll save a bit of money here or we won't cause a problem there, which creates a system which I think is, you know, what the, what the previous caller was calling. Do you, can I ask you a question, Pablo? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know a lot about the Beatles? No, I'm, I'm one of these... Um, people who isn't a massive fan of the Beatles, I'm okay. afraid. This is, okay. Or the Kinks man myself. Okay, because I really want to get this Beatles Trivial Pursuits, but there's... N- and I know it's Trivial Pursuits, just say it to wind you up. Me and Cliff Richards say it all the time. But I, there's no point in me getting it if it's just going to be me being brilliant at it. And you... you right, Catherine, right, Catherine, you're starting to wind me up now. Right, screw you. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it, and I bet the first three questions I get... You won't be able to get Beatles, Trivial Pursuits. Right. Um, oh, hang on. Oh, what? What? Hang on a minute. £129. No, forget that. Uh, what? No, it's different. This, this is Trivial Pursuit bite size. Bite size. Uh. Bite size. Bite size. Right, I'm going to buy it. Uh, is that just um, extra questions? Is that um, I don't know, mate, but how about those extra questions? Wow. Um, I mean... I'm going to... Right, we'll buy it, we'll have it on Monday. So Monday, tomorrow night is Uno night. It's Uno night tomorrow night, um, uh, Pablo. And Monday night is, is Beatles uh, quiz night. 
Oh, well, that gives me three days to swat up on the Beatles. Yeah, I'll tell you what, mate. Let, I'll tell you what. Te- speak to you ten o'clock on Monday. You've got three days to swat up on the Beatles. And um, for every one I get right and you get wrong, we'll chop a finger off. Yeah. Of no, Catherine. They're the ones who did painted black, weren't they? Okay, right. He's, he's, now he's trying. So don't chop this one off. Hey, she's flipping me the bird, guys. That's that's one crazy that's one crazy horny lady there. Whoa. Flipping me the bird, man. Bird dog. What is that? Um anyway, right. Well we've we've we I didn't get through any of the stuff that was in the papers and I wanted to do there was a thing about deja vu. Um I'm gonna do a joke now. There was a thing about Paul Hollywood. There was a thing about deja vu. One of my favourite Monty Python sketches. Oh, and all the Monty Python stuff. April the 15th. April the 15th. It all goes on Netflix, right? And there's a brilliant Monty Python sketch. It's Michael Palin doing a TV show called Psychology Today or something. And today's show is about deja vu. And it does a bit, and it goes to another sketch, and then it just keeps cutting back to him, starting the show again. And it's it, they do it so many times that by the end he's going... <laughs> and then just gets up and runs out. And it's just so beautifully done. I'm, I've, I've not seen the Python series. Series one is a bit dry. Series four is unwatchable. It's the one John Cleese wasn't in, and it's awful. Um, but series two and three, a little bit racist. A little bit racist. But very, very funny. Very funny. That's, that's what I'm going to be doing on April the uh, 15th. Have you taken April the 20th off yet? No. They well, won't care. I can do it. Well, well you say that. You can't... The, you, um, Listen, I, I'm not actually supposed to be working. I'm out of contract. Oh, God, that So man. I'm doing well, that, makes, I feel that, ex- like. that explains the last week or so of your attitude towards this show. So that's great. Um, April the 20th, I'm not coming in. I'm going to go and see Chaz and Dave at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, because Chaz, Chaz sent me a text and invited me. And um, I'm going to go and hang out backstage afterwards and um, eat a pie and a mash and um, suck a whelk, suck a cockle. That's what I'm going to do. Um, that is it, dear listener. That is your lot. We're back tonight at 10 o'clock. Do stay tuned, though, because Paul Ross is on between one and five. He goes on to. Wowzers, man. Hey, it's a cracking listen, though. It's a cracking listen. Um, I I should be listening to that on my way home. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Ian Lee at Flippin Kath. Uh, no G and Flippin, a K and a Kath. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10. Until then, from us, ta ta.